track eight, Nighttime Vultures, featuring Raekwon. Uh, is he appearing on here as Lex Diamonds? Yes. Um, okay. Now, we didn't do Lex Diamonds' story. We did a mobilarity and Biggest Disappointments, but that album could have also been in there. Who? I know Lex Luthor. I know Lex Luger. I know uh, Lex is Texas. I don't know no Lex Diamonds. But uh tell you what I do know. I know that this song is a seven minus. A Mel seven minus has been a constant tonight, folks. Sure. When it comes to Raekwon, sure. I won't even fight <laughs> the allegations on the Mel seven minus. He's lucky. He's lucky. Raekwon is a nice guy. I'm sure he is. He took Havoc's chain and, and put it somewhere safe for him because Havoc was drunk and stumbling everywhere. <laughs> At the Source Awards, right? Yeah, and then once he saw Havoc was looking for the chain, he was angry and, you know, upset. He gave it back to him. He's a good guy. I've been confused too, Dunn. I had a stroke. (laughs) Folks, go back to the Wu-Tang season, all right? There's a lot of war on this show. You gotta... All right. uh... Somebody say stroke! Oh, no. <sighs> I had a stroke. I'm, I'm just going to eat until he leaves. I'm, I'm going to fucking Jerry the King Waller. Uh, you guys you know see what? me making the rounds this week? Yeah, the goatee. you look fucking ridiculous. What's with the goatee, man? I thought I'd go all natural. That's not natural. That's the furthest thing from natural. I ain't never seen a nigga have brown hair and a snow white goatee. You look nasty. He, folks, he has like the Steven Seagal goatee, but it's gray. No, it's, it's white. It's like it's white, <laughs> and and his hair is brown. It it looks. You look in. You look bananas. All right. I'm glad you're here. Actually, I'm glad you're here so I can tell you that you look insane. All right. I look pretty cool. You don't. You don't look cool. That's you don't look cool. It's not cool, Mono. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's to be the king. I'm eating because when King is here. Like, folks, I'm sorry. You gotta understand. Fourth season. I'm trying to get rid of these people. They just show up. King, Jay Z, everybody. They just show up. They don't listen when I tell them to leave. So I'm gonna just wait for them to leave. I'm eating this um vacadios va- va- carne seca air dried beef. Pretty good. What a like stroke! That. We know you had a stroke. Well, you remember you put no, me on that bill who talk? had a stroke, Mel. Who? He's Ray, saying who you had don't a know stroke. who Raekwon is, King. I don't need to explain this to you. you know, boot camp click. I know who he is. I'm surprised you know what that is, but no, not the boot camp click, it, King. Just we don't like my friends. You. You're not our friend. Uh, is it still Hispanic Heritage Month? Who the hell cares? No, get him out of here, man. Come on. What do you want me to do? I've tried. I've tried all these seasons to get him out of here. He's racist. I, I don't know what to do about it. Listen, I'm eating this on behalf of Hispanic Heritage Month. This vacadio. Yeah, you good. gave me some ideas, actually. Maybe I'm going to go get some taquitos. You fucking gringo. Uh... Go and get Good. the taquitos. Go get them, okay? You guys want some? 
No. No, we're not your friend. Oh, yeah. I'm not a fucking gringo. Yeah. I'm getting taquitos with guac and sour cream. Okay, nigga. Chicken taquitos. Yeah, we know. Chicken taquitos. Chicken quesadillas. Fucking ground beef tacos. Sounds we know too. about the whites, okay? Jesus Christ. Alright, go and get that. We gotta review some. They're not nighttime vultures. They're just vultures. Okay? These whites. They're vultures. Culture vultures. Alright, I stand with my man, Maldo, and everybody else who's tired. These white people coming through, bastardizing, disgracing, jeopardizing all the isings that they do to people. Okay? Move. This is like it's like that biltong, but it's like yeah. it's got some kick to it. Okay, oh boy, <laughs> I'm giving this live on the air. Vacadios, give it eight minus. Okay. <coughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> All right, I'll take the minus off. Man, the, the the Hispanic heritage just hit me in my throat for that. Okay, flat eight. Oh my god, it hit the back of my throat. <laughs> oh, uh. hit you with a bachata. Don't even go leave, eat in taquitos, okay? <clears throat> Let me zip this up. Jesus. I say we build the wall because you can still Will pass you? taquitos through the wall. The views expressed by one Jerry the King Lawler on this program do not reflect the views and opinions of Mules and Mel of Rap Rankings. It, it, it just don't. They don't. Not. Ain't no wall, okay? Ain't no taquitos either. Not here. They're out there. Go get them, King. I'm going. Jesus. <sighs> Mules, do you have a rating for this? Yeah, seven plus. Okay. Ding um, me, baby. Jesus. Uh, you know what, man? I think I'm locked in. It's at this point I realized, on first listen, there were a lot of sixes I had in the car. Oh, shit. But I got here and I got in these headphones and I was writing my notes and I'm like, the mood and consistent production has officially like seeped, sept, passed into seat, it's sept into me. Um, this is the importance of having like a unified musical vision on an album. If you establish a good mood, a mood that's enjoyable to me, it can carry you like a wave through an, through an album, you know, right. all the way to the end, to the end. On the flip side, if I don't rock with the mood or the sound, I f- I'll feel trapped in the album. You know, you know what it's like which, to feel trapped. Which might have been how you felt on your first listen. Right, right, exactly. You know, you um, needed to orient yourself or reorient yourself to the sound because you knew you liked the infamous. But right. this is different. You know, we've established that there are similarities, but there are differences. It's different, but the same. It's the same, but different for sure. But. After repeated listens, it's like, all right, I'm I'm in New Yeti now, you know. Like, um, in fact, I'm in I'm in the Dark Carnival a bit because well, this beat makes me uh stomp. I like got that a name ICP for Mel. Review. Mel is now New Yeti Mitty. Oh fuck off! <laughs> New Yeti Mitty. Now the New Yeti Mitty was Carmelo Anthony. Okay, that mid range in New York, boy. Okay. But uh, no, no, I, I can't be New Yeti. Maybe. You know how they have those like Looney Tunes shirts and it's like Taz and yep. Bugs and they are all like 
dressed up like they're the pimp fucking, suits and the gold tooth and yeah, the, or like yeah. they're dressed up like they're fucking crisscross or some shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. New Yitty Midi. I want to see like a cartoon metal, Looney Tunes style, but you know, like with all the New York, with the Tims, with the you know the New York fitted, the Yankees fitted. I want to see it all, man. Carhartt all the stereotypes, huh? <laughs> champion hoodie under the Carhartt. Oh man. Well, I'm a hoodie guy. I, I, like I'm that guy that wears the hoodie in like 98 degree weather. So like, yeah, I, I can rock with that. But uh, yeah, I can rock with this song. Some something about this beat, other than reminding me of like the ICP review, it's it's sort of cartoonish, but like a dark cartoon almost, like 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 the Spawn joint from from HBO. The HBO so, Spawn, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, hey man, damn near perfect verse alert from uh, Prodigy here. Okay, uh, this this is some very bloody storytelling. Um, this man woke up. Talking about he had a vague memory of last night and he looks down. He says, sees dry blood on all my garments. It's staying on my guests like Kevlar enormous. Hop up out of bed holding my head. Flashbacks of gunshots shot past my head. Talk about that spawn. Ain't that like his affliction? Like he'd be blacking out sometimes and it's like, you know, these, these memories hit him like hot flashes. I, yeah, I I agree, by the way, almost perfect verse alert, but it's like interesting the way that the verse is structured, right? Like Prodigy's opening verse is not like full storytelling. It's I not. would say it's more scenery setting because like there's no resolution here. There's really no like through line to it. It's just kind of uh, scenery setting like Raekwon often does. And you get a lot of that in the first half of his verse. And then the second half is, of the verse is like more of that, like braggadocio and crew love. I feel like it gets a little unfocused in the second half of the verse. Whereas Raekwon's verse, it's like the opposite in how it's structured. He opens up with the braggadocio and transitions more into storytelling and scenery setting. Raekwon with his patented code talk, as we've come to it wasn't to that it. coded this time around. It I wasn't that coded, and maybe that's why I had to give it to him. I, I don't like, think it was that coded. We got an H and R block reference for God's sake. You know, it's <laughs> it's good. He's rapping on there. You know, I don't think he even gets as many bars as P, but he does his thing. And yeah, like I was saying, it's structured in an interesting way because P starts off with storytelling. Raekwon kind of ends with it. And uh, yeah, Raekwon's verse is good. I just prefer Prodigy's. Well, He's got the best know, verse in the song. It's 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 code talk, and it's it's the way that Raekwon raps, which we've discussed uh, ad nauseum on this show. Um, I say ad nauseum, ad nauseum. Um, it's because he will weave a narrative, but it's it's made up of just sort of they're not disconnected parts, but it's like it's not a straight through line. It's just like he will tell a story through the scenery. Yeah. Rather than like getting from point A to point B, which is know? what Prodigy is doing in his verse, at least in the beginning part of it. Right. 
His is more straightforward. He woke up and he starts remembering what happened last night. You know, I I do love the line though. Um, from when things start to like shift more into the braggadocio from P where he says, after this, you will never go back to that, which sit back and write half ass shit. Yeah. I mean, that was, (laughs) that was because, um, you know, he was talking about, I guess, you know, his, his peers, you know, uh, it's like fucking the last official taking out the artificial. Let me relieve you. Blaze that shit with some lethal mob remember the name it's been all along he he he's basically saying like you know these other rappers it's not it's not kicking no no authentic let alone good shit so like let me put you on real quick this is what it's supposed to sound like but um you know showing rather than telling i appreciate that um yeah i mean the only thing about this that like doesn't really do anything for me is the chorus, but other than that, and yeah. that's Havoc's that's Havoc's only real contribution to the song, other than the beat, right? But the beat, I mean, you know, you get those vultures' wings flapping in the beginning, and the shrill vulture noises, rah, rah! <laughs> and yeah. you know, it's a beat that like. Even though it's a little less buttery than Extortion and more Trife Life, I consider this to be a buttery beat as well. It's also hard as fuck. You know, the ominous strings in here really doing it for me. I'm just, you know, in love with the production of the majority of this album. And it's, you know, another one where we got interesting arrangement here. We've got Prodigy, then the chorus then Raekwon's verse, then the chorus, then Prodigy on outro duties, you know, no Havoc verse. So they continue to play with the song structure and verse order and things like that. Yeah. To tremendous effect. Well, tremendous, but seven minus. Seven minus to tremendous effect. (laughs) This, This fucking salesman. Oh, brother. Hey, somebody's got to do it. The rest of these people are selling hip hop short, you know? All right. I got to I got to use all of the descriptive. Tremendous, outstanding, stupendous, spectacular, mind blowing. minus. Yeah. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's the amazing. Minus. It's the it's the amazing, fantabulous, incredible, monumental, transcendent seven minus. There you go. All right. Well, uh, I got nothing else to say about the nighttime vultures. Okay. So, well, I'm glad you like them. I'm glad I do too. You never want to hear music you don't like. Uh, Well, never say never. Sometimes you do because it provides you with, uh, you know, conversation or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know the point I'm making. I don't I don't respect no absolutes. You can't trust them. All right. Nothing is 100% all the time. Damn, that's an absolute in itself. All right, fuck it. You want to move on? Yep. Track nine, G-O-D part three. Um, Flat seven. Seven plus. Ding me, baby. Um, This intro is kind of bananas to me, man. Yeah, the little skit in the beginning, yeah, which is interesting. Oh, okay. I don't know if you caught it. You briefly hear the Twilight, Twilight. Zone 
playing on the TV. Yeah. And it transitions from the main theme into like the episode overture for the beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very much buried in the background. It's not meant to be like the backing music of the scene. But, you know, they're watching them, this dude and turn the lights off. And then once that gunfire starts going off, we get the most sinister sounding beat on the album. Now, really quick, because in part one, we play like the first snippet from My Infamous Life. And he talks about like, maybe this is inspired by what he was saying about like watching that fight from the window. Mm-hmm. You know, it just I don't know, maybe. I mean, he well, didn't shoot anybody from the window, but like we have an excerpt from the book during this segment because he talks about the making of the song in the excerpt, but we'll get to it oh, a little bit later. OK, but uh, yeah, you were saying uh, this beat. Yeah, the beat is the most sinister sounding beat on the album. Like it's from the soundtrack to Scarface, the Al Pacino version. Uh-huh. And it's a Giorgio Moroder composition. But it sounds like Phantom of the Opera shit. It sounds like music that you would hear playing at an old school carnival dark ride. And, Mm. you know, Havoc continues, like, taking samples and just having his way with them, really. Like, I'm going to make you sound dark. I'm going to find the darkest part of the song and isolate it. And I have both the uh, drum sample here and the Giorgio Moroder Tony's theme from Scarface. So let's play that first. All right. Good shit for the record. And then Uh, you've got these uh, little feet, fool yourself drums. So let's hear that. And then let's play G.O.D. part three. That's it. Now, I was right because I was, you know, checking around the Internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, I knew I recognized them drums when this song came on from that. uh, Killing me softly. Oh, this is a very uh, sampled drum break. I mean, we could probably do a whole episode just about that drum break and many others. It's a good it's a good break, to be fair. So, uh, yeah, let's hear the combination of, you know, Giorgio Moroder and Little Feet. This is G.O.D. Part three. All right. Well, uh, oh, it's loading. I had to make sure to load the right one uh, because there's a well, they'll see. Here we go. Some of that 151, son. Mm-hmm. Some of that boat. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Hey yo, son. Yo, yo, you think that motherfucking niggas out there right now, son? 
Mm-hmm. Son, we got drama with that nigga. Try to fuck a front last week. that cat out there. You know, I seen that nigga earlier. You know what I'm saying? Nah, fuck that. Go, go open the window real quick, son. Open that fucking window. Hold up. That's that nigga right there, son. Right next to the basketball court. Oh shit! Come here, come here, come here, come here. Turn the lights yeah, out. Turn the lights out. Come here, come here. Back up, back up. Hey, yo, son, I'm gonna hit that nigga right now, son. Or I'm gonna hit him out the window, son. Fuck that! I'm gonna hit that nigga right out the motherfucking window. Hold up. Nah, fuck that! I'm gonna hit this nigga out the window, son. Shit, 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 shit! Don't blow it up. Duck down. Let me do it, man. Let me do it, guys. Yeah, nigga, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Fucker. What? All three. UBC, Zip Lama, Carte. Heavy on the rest. You blink my ice ring. Father, we bring. Yeah, that's a small thing. COD, Fuck, part three. UBC, Zip Lama, Carte. Heavy on the rest. Alright now, pay attention to the crime rhyme with Denny P. Keeping you niggas in perspective. Mom, representative, call me the specialist, professional, professor at this rap science up in the laboratory. That's why you small rhyme for me. Storeboard rap ain't shit, my category is that of an insane man who strike back. I draw first blood, it's over with in that stack. You wanna square off the scene, slice that cat. Get splashed from back of your head to ass crack You're searching for signs to the end Well I am that which bring apocalypse to this game called rap Not a game but quite serious and yo in fact You'll be running for dear life I'm glad you played uh, You get splash You get splashed from the back of your head to ass crack Searching for signs of the end while well, I'm that Hey Bars man you know. Now, we didn't play it so uh, long enough so they could hear Scared to Death Redact is Fall to the Worst Fear, Horror Tales in Braille for Vision Impaired. Speaking of horror tales, I mean, this beat, this is, it's a wacky scenario, but it's really a grim scenario. I feel like <laughs> I'm in a booth in hell and Keith David is the engineer and like Clarence Williams III is the label owner and like I'm in a... I'm in like the worst 360 deal of all time. Oh my God. Where it's like, I'm trying to record an album for this label where I'll never get out the deal. And like, I'm burning literally as I'm trying to rat. And Keith David is laughing. Clarence Williams has got a cigar in his mouth. He's laughing. This is a Tales from the Hood (laughs) ass beat. I'm telling you, I don't get like Scarface from this. I get horror movie. Yeah. And it's a horror movie. It's supposed to end horrible. horrible. That's right. Um, and it's just so the lime Bacardi thing is so funny to me. It's like lime Bacardi at a time like this, <laughs> this feels like a sacrifice. Right. It sounds like that. It sounds it's very Rosemary's baby ending type beat. Okay. Yo, um, um, Havoc says Hennessy raps. We like the Phantom. I'm glad he hears Phantom of the Opera in this as well. He says okay. body cast and raps to get your back snapped in half and severed. Impossible pain beyond measure. That shit is crazy. When he sh- when he said "shicey living" brought him to his last prayer. That line is sampled a lot on like scratch choruses and stuff like that. I see. Uh, drowsiness putting to sleep like Nyquil. Uh, funeral homes anticipating your death. That's the dead truth. Check in the morgue. Or you'll find, you'll proof. find proof. How are you gonna find out you're dead? 
<laughs> well, maybe he's talking to any would be, uh, right, right. you know, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, violators. And he would this, be. This violators. finds this finds prodigy and havoc. In their probably most violent form, we've heard them in yet. Not to say it's going to be the most violent, at least for one of them, because there's still a track coming up with uh, with a lot more bloodshed. I mean, I'm trying to think. We'll we'll see. I will say that. I'm once again asking myself, okay, now is this the best Havoc Versal album? Because he keeps elevating. Like, the violence is, is at a peak, but the rapping is at a peak up until this point uh, from Havoc. I, I really enjoy his verse. Um, the course, verses are I mean, equal for me on this one. Yeah, I mean, they both they both are on some, some gully shit. Uh, Prodigy remains the MVP of the album, though. Um it's just the beat combined. Look, it's, it ain't no minus. It's flat seven for me. You know, I don't ever want to have to live this life, but uh, right. <laughs> you know, come on. What do you want me to say? This ain't good. No, this is good. This I'm. Is yeah. that good? Good violence. Good darkness. Okay. Uh, yeah. You, That's you much alluded to it about. earlier, and we do have a freestyle here. Someone rapped on this beat. Like I said, a lot of this album ended up being mixtape and radio freestyle fodder for years. So, you know, the beats definitely endured. This is Tony Ayo, G.O.D. Part 3 Freestyle. Oh, all right. Yo, Pig Hat, you know how to get up on this one, man. Yeah, you know how we do it. Tony Ayo! We went from welfare to well-fed Put them kingpin charges, got me ducking the feds Yo, my ghetto hood passes Perfectly legit, full fit for my hip Ready to spit When I aim that shit and firmly squeeze My bullets have you burning like STD Yo, pig half you know how to get up Woo! on this one, man. Yeah, you know how we do it. Baja, we went from welfare to well-fed. Put them kingpin charges, got me ducking the feds. Yo, my ghetto hood passes, perfectly legit. Full fit for my hip, ready Woo! to spit. When I aim that yeah! shit and firmly squeeze, my bullets have you burning like STDs. Nigga, my bricks doing cartwheels. Watch how the dogs spell. In the street, I'm like Avon Blog still. I ruin my challenges, screwing them silences, boy. I rock more ice than the Bruins and Islanders. The world's my catwalk, and God's my designer. I make a superstar still holding on that line. Them damn runbacks. <laughs> yep. Hey, shout out to Catwalk by uh, Bobby Caldwell. That's a good record. R.I.P. to the legend. R.I.P. I, I remembered the other day that he was gone and got sad. I just like got fucking sad. <laughs> That's my guy. But anyway, uh, Tony Ayo, y'all. Tony uh, Ayo. And we have, I'd say, the last extended clip from the audiobook because uh, the rest of them that we'll be playing tonight are in like three to five minute range. So this is a nine minute clip from my infamous life. He talks about the making of G.O.D. Part 3 in the song. 
<laughs> Literature time. Okay. Uh, here we go. The crew noticed that I was changing and gave me two nicknames, the God and Science. Trip came up with the names. The same night, I came up with the chorus for the song G.O.D. Part 3 on Hell on Earth. We were drinking Lombacardi on Habs Block, and I started chanting, G.O.D. Father Part 3, QBC, Sip Lombacardi, Heavy on the wrist, Cube Link and Ice Ring, Drama we bring, yeah, that's a small thing. That's also when we started calling Trip Godfather. We stayed up most of that night talking about how slavery began, how religion was created to control people, and how the U.S. government was really a puppet for the British royal family. Mostly I spoke to them about not getting high or drunk until our daily business was handled. In order for us to have continued success in this business, we have to start adapting to the corporate world, I urged. The twins, Gotti and I, spoke the most because they were the only ones who showed interest. Everyone else listened for a little while and got frustrated because they didn't want to overstand, so they conveniently removed themselves from the conversation. Hey, for some people, change takes longer than others. I knew I had to be 100% clean and sober soon. Mentally, I just wasn't ready for that yet, but I was off to one hell of a start. The next day, we woke up around noon, and Hav had already left for the studio in Manhattan. Havoc always got up early in the morning to start working on songs. He has this saying, the first to wake and the last to sleep. The twins, Godfather, Money Knowing I, were in my truck a few hours behind him. When we got to the studio, Havoc had this ill beat that I immediately started writing a verse for, Nighttime Vultures. From hell on earth. Flashbacks of gunshots shot past my head. I could recall a eight man brawl, three man fall. Bullets flew, had to drag my man behind the wall. Left a wet trail, delivered these slug like air mail. While I was writing my verse, I kept dozing off from staying up all night. An eye for an eye, you know my science of life is you men of mice, thugs, or the cowardly type. I balled up my leather jacket as a pillow. And took a power nap on the studio carpet. <laughs> Three hours later, I woke up and noticed several missed calls from a strange number. I called the number back and it was a detective. He told me that my Tahoe had been in an accident on the West Side Highway and I needed to come to the precinct on 125th Street in Harlem. That woke me up quick fast. Somebody must have taken the keys from my pocket while I was asleep. Gotti and I took a cab uptown. Inside the precinct, the detective sat me down and explained the accident. Your truck flipped over more than 10 times while getting off the 125th Street exit, he said. Get up and put your hands behind your back. The motherfucker started reading me my rights. He said I had warrants in Long Island for traffic violations. By the way, he said, after he cuffed me, your friends are dead. What? I heard detectives screaming at Garfalva in a nearby room. They put me in a holding cell and brought Garfalva to the cell soon after. We took your truck uptown, 
to get some trees, Godfather explained in the cell. I lost control when I switched from the fast lane to the exit. He was damn near having a nervous breakdown. As mad as I was, I felt bad for him. He had just killed his lifelong friend, Jamel, the Scarface twin. Scarface flew through the window and his neck got cut from ear to ear. His other friend, Ghostface, from QB, was decapitated. He just started hanging out with us. They found his head and sneakers on one side of the highway and his body on the other. Jamal, twin Gambino, stayed strapped in the passenger seat with a broken collarbone. Money No was in the back seat. His spine was almost crushed. Another one of our homeboys, La Scali, was found up in a tree with his head split open. He was lucky to survive. Godfather was driving and unscathed, not even a scratch. Nassau County Police came to take me to the county jail, and the NYPD took Godfather to Rikers. It was Friday night. I didn't get bailed out until Monday. That was the foulest feeling ever, sitting in my cell in complete shock. I couldn't imagine what Jamal was going through, losing his twin brother. I wonder how Jamal's going to take this. Everybody loved the twins. They were outgoing and always ready to party. They showed me more love than Havoc and anybody in QB. Has more of a recluse. The twins introduced me to everyone, took me everywhere. Uncle Lenny came to pick me up from jail. When I got in the car, he told me that my father had just died of AIDS from sharing needles with other dope addicts. What the fuck else can happen? I knew Pops didn't look healthy when I last saw him. He'd gotten so skinny, but I thought it was just old age. Damn, AIDS? Kiki was waiting at my grandmother's crib. I laid on my bed and cried about everything. Gilmore's funeral home on Linden Boulevard in Jamaica, Queens was packed for Scarface Twins wake later that week. Man, people loved the twins. A bunch of girls who the Scarface twin had relationships with were there. He was in a casket in his favorite outfit, a denim suit. His face looked real swollen. Afterward, some of the twins' friends from 40 Projects in South Jamaica threw a block party. The Lost Boys DJ, Grandmaster Vic, DJed and we were all doing our best to keep Twin Gambino in good spirits. I let him hold my big Figaro link with the Mac-10 pendant, and we drank, got high, and got on the mic for a rap session, trying to have as much fun as we could. Southside Jamaica and QB partying together in 40 projects without drama, a monumental moment. The following night, Twin was mourning his brother's death on 12th Street with a broken collarbone and a bunch of friends from QB drinking, smoking, and reminiscing old times and lighting candles. The block started clearing after a few hours, but Twin stayed on the benches drinking. This little nigga Worm 
came through the block and saw Twin wearing my big chain. Worm walked over to Twin and pulled out a Tech 9 on him. Take the chain off. I don't know why he wanted to mess with Twin just days after his brother died. Twin looked at Worm and told him, Pull a trigger. Worm got scared and ran away. The next day, Twin gave me my chain back and told me what happened. He wanted to kill the kid. He was a problem that definitely needed to be dealt with. Then, as if we weren't going through enough emotional pain, we found out that Yammy had gone upstate to take over the crack game in some town by the Catskills. Yammy had the town scared of him. Yammy's brother Buddha told us. One of the local drug dealers ran up behind Yammy with a bat and cracked his head open. Yemi was in a coma on life support because he was brain dead. Damn. Yemi was one of the strongest niggas I knew. He gave us the name Infamous. A Golden Gloves champion who could kill you with his hands and would kill you with a gun. He loved us. He loved Maldi and was always very protective of us. Fuck. I get So I don't even know what to fucking say, man. It's it's just a very dark time for these guys. You know, they're experiencing a ton of loss at once. He especially, you know, losing his dad as well. That... I'm, I mean, I'm, I think, I, I think, think everyone I'm listening needs to go get the audiobook version of my infamous life. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, this, keep um, in mind, Mel, this is one chapter in the book we're going through. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm bummed now. <laughs> I think understandably because that was a lot. Uh, I mean, by the way, um, that may have been, remember where I was saying, like, can you play something and it wasn't there? Yeah. I think that might've been cause I moved it here. So, okay. I might have played with the sequence in that instance so he, you know, could talk about the G.O.D. Part 3 and Nighttime Vultures up top and we would have already covered them. But it might have been there in the sequence. I can't recall. But, yeah, uh, that's a very rough patch of, of that you know, chapter that we just covered. So, oh, God, I was. If you need to the take point, a minute, I understand. I, yeah, I mean, from the point of like, I mean, I'm not saying it was all fun and games. Obviously, he had been called to the precinct, and like, he was confused because like, niggas took his truck. But like, from your friends are dead, 
that was like a shock. And then it's like, oh, now your dad has died of AIDS. And your friend gets almost killed, like stuck up wearing your chain. And then you find out the guy went up, like he's like, I mean, like, what do you, where do you even, where do you go from there? You know, like this is one of the moments that like, maybe this is, there have been emotional moments on this show, but like I've been able to compose like, cause it's been in the context of a song. You know, it's like something was said in a song. It's like it was going to have to be talked about. But like, this was, you know, an audio book. This is a recollection of a, of a moment in time that, you know, touches on some songs. But it's like, damn, I got to finish the album review after hearing that. Like, that was like, yeah. That, I mean, we talk about like going back, you know, to his, was his grandmother, Kiki, his grandma's house or Kiki's grandma, and just like laying on the bed and crying. That got me choked up because I'm like, yeah. We've all well, been there, and that where it's just mind, there too. Like at least at this point in the book, right? There's so much shit going on personally, and you've heard it. I mean, you know, we've only got maybe ten, fifteen minutes of audio left uh, throughout the rest of the review. There's not a lot of info about like the creation of the album, more so than there's a lot of info about everything else that was happening around the creation of the album. I mean, it's kind of a miracle in itself that the album got made amidst all of this. Right. And that it's regarded, you know, as so highly amongst hip hop fans, because if you think about it, this should have been the last thing on their minds at this time. Bro, I can say, you know, from the things we made together, we powered through a lot of stuff. We never powered through that. Not that. Like, you know. And I don't know if I'd be able to. Right. Like, some things, you know. Some things will just sit your ass down. It's just like (laughs) you're not doing anything for an indefinite amount of time. You know, and that's definitely what he just described. That's a sit your ass down and just deal with this. Um, yeah, okay. I got I got to get back in the space now of, uh, you know, album reviews. I mean, like, okay. Yeah. Um, hey, I'll say this. <laughs> when he mentioned that, like, it was a detective that called him. I'm like, oh, a detective. Speaking of what... Uh, <laughs> Inside joke style, you know, Wolves and Mel, we know a little bit. We're just just talking about something. (laughs) Oh, brother. Yeah, anyway. Jesse knows. All right, he know. But anyway. um, uh, Would you like to move on? Yes. Okay. Uh, track 10, Get Dealt With. Um, six plus. Flat seven. Ding me, baby. Now, this is the record I was referring to on the last track when I was saying, like, I think Prodigy is at his most violent on this song. Okay. So, yeah, he's not talking about, like, hyper violence, but the verse is so violent. <laughs> From the moment it starts, and 
you know, the song itself, we open with P. He's just talking, no beat. Then you get the tick, 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 tick. Now, can I just say the tick, tick, tick. All right, the run is over as of this point. The hat is a little harsher in my ear, the hi hat. Like, the hat is, is most. I'm like, okay. The hat is most noticeable on this song out of any song on the album. It's really coming in hot. And you've got this kind of crackling vinyl sample of uh, Mahalia Jackson, which we'll play in just a moment. And I've just said it, but like Havoc can really just isolate those little moments within songs that are definitely not dark and find the darkest, most ominous sound within that sample. Once again, very crispy snares once the rest of the programming comes in. And what I was saying, like, when Prodigy opens, first of all, it feels like he's starting to open more records now in the back half of this album. Uh, this this might be the most violent P-verse, though. Just, I got my click ready, ready for hand-to-hand combo. <laughs> Palms break him down. Rapper Noid cut his throat. Don scoop him up. Ah, Gotti stomp him out. Each twin grab an arm, pick this redacted up. Nitty turn his face to me and let me wake him up. I throw him against the wall and put a hole in his face so big it almost took his whole face off. These we niggas got, is I, like, <laughs> like, all right, I'm dead. I like, how many times do I have to die? They're hitting tag team maneuvers. He's assigning violent duties to like each person. Like, they all are playing a part, like right, this is teamwork. Right. This is and this, this assault. is just a, a gang assault here. It's Power Rangers, <laughs> and then <laughs> it's insane. I, I do like the um, sound design during shots would whiz past your earlobe and shit, and you hear oh, yeah. really good. Like it was like sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is this is like a really violent verse, but I do think it's effective, and I also think this is the funniest song on the album. Because Havoc comes in right off the back of Prodigy's verse, and it's significantly less violent than Prodigy's verse. I feel like he's totally ignoring what we just witnessed. Like, a man just got killed in all manner of violent ways. He has no face anymore. And fucking Havoc is just rapping like it's any old song. It's pretty funny, honestly. Um, Another one where, like, the arrangement is different. Uh, the rapping comes first. The chorus is at the end of the record. Yeah. Um, Havoc's verse is so funny to me because it's like, are you, I'm just standing there. Like you're going to act like you didn't just see what went down. Right. So we're going to pretend like we didn't just see like a surgical, like, you know, (laughs) segmented beat down. (laughs) <laughs> right this this was a fucking execution that we just witnessed and you're over here you're talking about broke bitches and you know uh you're just you know you you're small minute you know Delete all this and keep my shit discreet niggas is trash rhyming totally offbeat i mean yeah yeah we talking all love hip-hop but like hold on look at that crime scene that over there ian J. You know, he's talking about you want to get smacked if you show no love, crush your team like a bear hug. It's like it's worse than a bear hug, bro. Did you just see what took place? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's uh I don't know if Prodigy's versus good violence. I'll say it's effective violence. I'm not entertained by it. I'm I'm, I'm entertained because like 
the fact that each member has a role to play in this like is very amusing to me. It's it's crazy, man. I'm I'm just I'm a bystander for this one. I'm like I like it, but you know I don't know. It's effective for what they're trying to communicate, but like I'm not angered. I'm I don't. I'm I'm not reveling in this violence. I'm like, ooh, ooh, I might have to look away for a second, you know? I, I'll say, you know, I've been telling them, like, there's no reprieve from this violence and darkness. But the only semblance you'll get is, like, you know, <laughs> you know, Prodigy's like, you know, take your life, you know, you never found again. A job well done, relax, throwback fifths of Bacardi Limon, 15 to hash, get lit. Yeah, relaxing, sure. After you just like beat the fuck, <laughs> you know, like after relaxation comes after an event like that, then I don't consider that to be a moment of relaxation in the Look, after Prodigy's verse, I'm starting to feel like Sami Zayn in the bloodline. Like I'm looking around like, am I mob? Right. My dog. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I might be in over my head. You know, I'm I'm asking Twin Gambino. I'm like, uh, do do you think he's ever going to ask me to do anything like that? <laughs> right. Right. I don't want to have to do that. That was a little crazy. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I'm just like between the uh, the. Uh, the loud hi hat and the uh there's like this little I, I think it's a synth it's like these little synth stabs i don't know about them but the raps are fine i'm just you know mool's wacky scenario prodigy hands me the gun he's like i want you to do him i'm like me it's like yeah i'm like uh, uh, shouldn't i do like some gun safety stuff first before you just put a gun in my hand it's like man just shoot him I look at the guy. I'm like, yo, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm, you, you see the position I'm in, right? Uh, oh, God help me. All right. Uh, look, I don't, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. I turn you my head, I cover my eyes, and I shoot him in the head. Oh, man. Fuck it. We got the sample. Okay. Uh... <laughs> That's, that's Havoc. He's, Havoc's not involved. He's like, I got the sample. Like, oh, word. Cool. Like, how, how come he doesn't have to do any of this? He He's a producer. <laughs> I make beats. Yeah. Well. Uh, Maybe kill this guy? Anyway, this is Just <laughs> Over the Hill by uh, Mahalia Jackson. <laughs> Alright. Alright. <laughs> and now we got the flip. Get dealt with. Mob Deep. Produced by Havoc. Oh, man. Alright. Uh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my up. motherfucking niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's right, yo. That's right. Word right, up. Only way it gotta be. And um, to my niggas, too. Oh, for them other niggas, though. What's going on? What? You know what I'm saying? I got my click ready, ready for hand to hand combo. Pawns break them down, rapping on it, cut his throat. Don't scoop them up, all got he stomp them out. 
Each twin grab her arm, pick the slinger up Nitty turn his face to me and let me wake him up I throw him up against the wall and put a hole in his face so big It almost took his whole face off We got the team position, ready for face off We blitz like Dallas, in the Super Bowl face off We form like niggas in the yard up north With long swords, ready for war, who paid calls To take your life laws, never found again, boss A job well done, relax, throw back fists up Bacardi Lyman, 50's a hash, get lit Fuck a whip, fabulous mob, yeah, you were sick Lunatic nigga, jump up, but got hit with max attacks and silences spit Shots with passion, earlobes and shit That's the sound of a nigga, almost felt it Got you running, dodging, covering, sheltering Bullets ripping through the fabric of your shirt is melting in You bleed again, you just another nigga dealt with True to alert, like the a house nothing like a covenant We hold big shit, like a bitch hold one in the other The whiffin' ain't drama, money a bump, broke bitches Simple-minded niggas, alpha, havoc position That's opposition, wetting me, competition Suddenly, and out of the blue And now I see, find myself, find myself and roll Yeah, that little, uh, yeah. whatever it was I don't know. It's like a pad or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there you go, folks. Okay. No, there <clears throat> you don't go. Because we got three minutes from the audiobook here. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, God, I'm kind of traumatized now. Just tell me now. Is there going to be anything as... Just bleak as what we heard. Just I think I think one more thing, if I'm not mistaken. All right. A few days after Worm's disrespectful botched robbery attempt, I went to Atlanta with my moms and Uncle Lenny to identify my pop's body before they cremated him. Kiki and our son Shaka joined me. When we got to the crematory, I saw my older sister Kim my father's daughter from another relationship. We never saw much of each other growing up. She's about the same age as my brother Greg, 12 years older than me. My father was in a black plastic bag on top of a gurney. They zipped open the bag and there he was, laid out stiff. I looked at him real close and saw a drop of blood trickling from his nose. My mother shed some tears, but I was tired of crying. I looked at him for a while and then left. It took about 30 minutes to cremate him. They handed me his ashes in a plastic bag inside of a small cardboard box. My father's girlfriend gave me a leather briefcase with his watch, pictures, and notebooks filled with computer tech writing. He was working for IBM at the time of his death setting up computer systems for colleges. I miss my pops. There were a lot of questions about life that I never got to ask him. The deepest question I ever asked my father was the night we saw Boys in the Hood while he was on the run in Cali. Is there God? I asked as we were walking from the movie theater to his apartment. Yes, he answered. How do you know God is real? I've seen God before, he said. If you've seen God, then what did God look like? God looks like water. Water? 
Yeah, Pop said. God looks like water. We finally finished Hell on Earth and did the album photo shoot. I came up with the idea for all of us to sit at a round table and leave a chair next to Twin Empty so we could insert a ghostly image of his brother Scarface. We let Money know from Hempstead sit at the table with us since he was a part of the crew now. It wasn't a small thing for us to add a new face to our family. It was big for him to be in that picture. Noy came home from jail just in time to get in the picture too. We missed having him around. In that Ram table picture, you see Gotti, Nitty, Twin Gambino, Noy, Money Note, Godfather, Havoc, myself, and the ghost of Scarface Twin. It was the best crew picture we ever took. Um, is that like in like the the booklet or something? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't see that picture. I mean, I was looking through a lot of. Hold on. Bob Deep. I want to see it now. How on earth? You're on Discogs. Uh, oh, is it on Discogs? Yeah, they have full scans of the whole booklet. Let me see. Uh, or they should at least. More images. Let's see. Oh, I think they have just those two. They don't have the full image with everybody. But I see oh, Havoc and Prodigy. Okay. I'm sure it's on Google. Let's see. Uh, I want to see this like ghostly image. Uh, here we go. Here's the picture. Ah, see. That's hard. Okay. Shout out to the family. Uh, still thinking about this, like, God looks like water thing. Part of me is like, wow. The other part of me sees, like, um, what is that? The, uh, like, the Alex Mack. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, maybe uh, maybe it's like flubber. Yeah, maybe it's like flubber. Maybe it's like flubber. You know, or that damn. Um, what if it's what like the that? paper clip from Microsoft? <laughs> shout out! Ain't his name Clippy? Clippy. That's his name, right? Yeah. Clippy, shout out to Clippy. Uh, he never. You know, it was a running meme. It's like, oh, this little fucker. He's not a little fucker. Leprechaun. He's not a little fucker. fucker. Unless Clippy never bothered me. Uh, if they want to license him to, you know, Mules and Mel, we can make a Clippy horror movie. Then he could be a little fucker. Yeah, we can make him one. You know, going around pricking people, unraveling himself, and just like <laughs> stabbing people. <laughs> Here's a tip for you. You know. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. You want to move on? Yep. Track 11, Hell on Earth, uh, parentheses, front lines. Uh, we got a title track here, and uh, it's a good one. Flat seven. Flat eight. Ding me, baby. It's tied with Animal Instinct and Drop a Gem on them for my favorite on the album. And you know, uh, if I had to pick just one, I'd probably pick this. 
This is one of my like all time favorite, not just Havoc beats, but just rap beats in general. This is what I needed from Drop a Gem on them in the sense of like, you know, a piano sample and drums meshing together perfectly. The piano and drum, it didn't work for me on Drop a Gem, but here, this is good. I said, this is ballroom shootout music. <laughs> like Look, this, this, shooting this out one, in the ballroom. I, I pretty much had to boil it down to a couple factors for me. Okay. The raps are great, as has been the case throughout the album. Uh, but I'll talk more about that in a sec. I think it has one of the most um, solid, like, sturdy rapping rap choruses, basically, uh, that we've been talking about on the album. It's the most freestyled over beat from the album, which kind of adds to that nostalgia factor for me as well. But I, I have it broken down here in terms of my preference. I think Prodigy's second verse is the best verse on the song, followed by Havoc's verse. Okay. Followed by Prodigy's first verse on the song. So Prodigy has my favorite and least favorite verse on the song. All of the verses are dope, though. And I think Havoc's verse, top three Havoc verse on the album for me. You know what, man? When Prodigy goes into that, my quick airtight, trapped in a never-ending gunfight, so niggas lose stripes or lose life. Jail niggas sending kites to the street over some beef that wasn't fully cooked. Finish them off. Well done, meat. And send a 22 slug your head. Uh, travel all the way down. Way down to your leg. Yeah. This, that sequence is what the album feels like. Never-ending conflict. Beef. Eternal gunfight. Hell on earth. You're surrounded by... There's no fucking light in this album. Not a second of it. And that's when it hit me. This song is when it hit me. Like, the closest thing you get to relaxation or, like, a moment's rest is, you know, lighting some shit up or a Bacardi wine. And you gotta believe that's only to calm your nerves because you just did some foul, (laughs) crazy shit. It's not because, like, oh, let's go to the movies. Or, like, no, it's... Yeah, it's like even when Havoc was um watching Friday and like seventies films and Trife Life, more Trife Life, more Trife. It Life, was yeah. all a part of like him eventually getting set up, you know. So I had to ask myself, it's like, yo, I've been running around on rap rankings talking about, oh, I'm emo male, I like the dark shit. Do I really? Because here's an album where there is no light. It should be an emo male paradise, like a a, a haven for me. And I'm just like, yo, this is dark. <laughs> so like, you know what? Maybe I'm not emo male. Maybe I only think I'm emo male because, like... Uh, sometimes I'll, I think people lump emo and, like, feeling pathetic together, and those two things maybe are not the same. You, you know, it's like, I, I, this is the truth. I'm I'm emo male, but it's because I'm emo because I'm not seeing enough light and enough good. That's why I'm e- I want to see good in, in light. I don't, you know want to see more dark i'm i'm dark because i'm not seeing enough light you know so it, it this album taught me i mean i knew that but like it, it it reminded me it's like yo i'm i guess i'm 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 fake banging emo i don't know i don't know depends on who you ask but like you give me this album and i'm like damn i need some i need some love i need some light like havoc's like adapt to, to gat sound no i don't want to adapt to this be, i want to get out of here it might be like soft boy mel it might not be emo mel right right yeah i'm just i'm a 
Where's uh, where's my man? Uh, where my man? Was this Jaden or was this Trey? Which which Will Smith's son was this? But uh, where my where my boy at? Okay, I'm I'm a, I am sensitive male. Sensitive subject. Okay. Oh, that's Trey. Yeah, that's Trey, right? Okay. You know, soft boy male, sensitive male. This is this is a bit dark. Doesn't mean I, I can't enjoy some stuff, but like, yeah, it's hitting me. Yeah, hell oh, on can earth, I okay? can I just say something? Okay. The reason you guys are seeing a lot of headlines about Jada um, is because she just released a book. They were doing the same thing when Will released a book and everyone was asking why all of a sudden we have to see all these headlines about Will Smith. It was because he wrote a book with a lot of headline-grabbing things in it, and uh, so did she. It's called a press run. Right. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know why maybe people are pretending like they don't know what, what's going on. Maybe they legitimately don't. But I'm just saying the reason you're seeing that is uh, for that reason. We can move on or we can't move yeah. on. What the hell am I talking about? Well, move on from what you were talking about. Yeah, uh, sure. But we cannot move on from this song, of course, because no, we, we can't I have extensive archival audio for this one um, and more to say. I have more to say too. Uh, I will say this: there, I actually have to correct myself. There's, there is one. This is might be the only moment of hope amidst all of this death and f- fire from hell and 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 and, and violence. Um, you know, uh, sign my roster. We can do this forever, infinite. Then reminisce twenty years later how we was getting it. That's hope because it's like okay that you'll survive that long. Right, like you plan to live this long, you right. don't. You don't think it's hopeless, as far as you know. I don't think I'm going to see twenty years from now. Because I mean, here's the, in the intro, they're asking like, how long can they live like this? So like, this is the one moment on the album where it's like, hey, maybe we can survive all this, and then twenty years later, look back and be like, yeah, we beat the streets, we beat the rap game, you know, we did it. But like, other than that line, and I think there's actually one later about like his son or like his kid or something, but like. Those are like singular lines across fourteen tracks, right? Of, but like, you know, think about think about the chorus. Think about the general, you know, feeling of malaise throughout the album. Think of the tenor of the beats. I mean, this yeah. is a very dark album. It's pretty uncompromising in that regard. Yeah, um, I now know what happened because when I was listening this week. And I get to the line, you know, he's like, you know, QB City, Godfather Part 3, Gotti, Gambino, and Ty Nitty, Scarface, rest in peace. I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 what do you mean? Like, I just heard from this guy. He's talking about rest in peace. He's on this album. And and now I know it's like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fucking sucks, you know. Um, But I will say this. Perfect verse alert. It's here. It's finally here. This, 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 uh, this verse from Prodigy. Yo, Second heavy verse metal or King. first verse? Uh, okay. Yeah, whole yeah. big shit with spare clips. You see eclipse when the Max spit. Your top got split. Laying dead with open eyes. Close his eyelids. Turn off his lights. Switch to darkness. It's deep in the abyss of street life. Blood on my kick. Shit on my knife. Use a wild child. Kiko turning men into mice. I was born to take power. Leave my... Perfect. That's a perfect verse. That's a perfect verse alert. Hey, boy, he took off. He took off. I contemplated a seven plus on this, but this shit's dark, man, and I'm a soft nigga after all. I don't want hell on earth. I just see it. Okay. Right. So 
See, said the rap artist used to be a stick up artist. Sometimes I test myself, see if I still got it. <laughs> I'm not trying this guy. I'm not trying this guy. I, I don't question if he lives his raps or not. You know, like play with Prodigy and Havoc if you want to. I'm not gonna do it. You know. Um, but yeah, perfect verse a good for me as well. The second verse or Prodigy, uh, third on the song in general. We have a lot of archival, as I was alluding to. So right. starts with this Chick Korea sample, October Ballad, live at Griffith Park. This is uh, two minutes and 40 seconds into the song, so I isolated that moment. All right. October Ballet from that man, Chicken Korea, right? Chicken. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's hear what it turned into. Okay. This, I, hearing all these samples, I'm like, yo, this man Havoc found the like bleakest part of like the yeah, happiest yeah. song. He, he really, he had his mind in the gutter, bro. Like he was listening to beautiful music and finding evil within it. Yeah, evil. He's butter. like an exorcist, okay. you know. Oh, brother! Oh, man! Oh. And rap rankings would like to tell you, Exorcist Believer is out in theaters right now. Man, presented I ain't by telling Universal them one Pictures. half of rap rankings. Okay, I ain't watching that. Watch no, get that out of here. We're getting, we're getting paid for this. We ain't getting paid for this. I wish we was getting paid for this. Oh, the check didn't clear. It didn't clear. Don't right. go see that shit. Don't go see any movie from Universal Pictures. So that was the Universal Pictures, though. They gave us the uh, the Universal Monsters. Yes, they did. And Mel's favorite franchise, Harry Potter. Please stop. Okay, we're playing as hell on Earth. Yo, the saga begins. Begin war, I'll draw first blood, be the first to set it all. My cause, tap all jaws, lay down laws. We take it with jaws, we do jokes, rust the doors. It kind of D's, trying to make breeze, a guns toss. And full force, some team will go at your main source. My non Taurus, hit bosses and take houses. Your whole setup, from the ground up, we lock shit. Blood flood your eye, fuck up your optics. Switch to kill instincts, for niggas pop shit. Your nigga know it was the topic. Nine pound, we rocked it. 96 strike back with more hot shit. That's a beat right there. Yeah, right. so we have a bunch of freestyles here from throughout uh, the years. So let's start with this Erica Badu freestyle. Ooh, what? Over the Hell on Earth beat. Uh, it's a Funkmaster Flex freestyle. <laughs> okay. In in this week's random news, I guess. Well, this would this didn't happen this week, but... Yeah. Uh, well, this week uh, it's new to you. 
yeah. All right. I need, I need to hear that whole thing when this go out. That was it. <laughs> I mean, that was basically about it. It's pretty short. Oh, well, I like what I heard. I'm starting that out at A minus. Okay, oh soft God. boy Mel was feeling that. Better than the original, <laughs> according to Mel. I need that. Miss Badu. Okay, I need, I, need, I need that. I need that right there. Okay. We know about Mel. If, if, if you ever needed proof he ain't rap, he just provided it to you. But will he like this Freddie Gribbs oh, freestyle <laughs> over the Hell on Earth beat? We'll find out in just moments. What's this man going to be talking about? He's trying to get some ribs. <laughs> if he raps, I mean, is how how new is this? It's old as fuck. Oh, okay. It's like, I guess. If I, if I can recall, this is like before he was even getting blog coverage, potentially. Oh, man. Okay. I want to hear him rap on this beat about getting jumped by trying to eat barbecue, but... Oh, well, here we go. This is the D's hoes. When a hoe sees some pimping, man, you know what I'm saying? Hoe gonna understand it. She gonna smell it, you know what I'm saying? I tell a bitch in a minute, bitch, can you taste it, hoe? You know what I'm saying? Some pimping at you, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Some real cost country pimping, you know what I'm saying? Some love me, some hate me, but they all gonna respect some motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Cost country motherfucking pimping. And when we charge it all to a bitch, for sure. We got Domo Genesis with Benediction. Ah. One of uh, one of my preferred members of our future. Let's see what he's got to say on this. Turn the table, I'ma get the upper hand on this shit. 
fuck if it's quick. We eventually get to the shit. Don't need a cosign. I'm knowing that my shit is legit. Shit getting ripped. See, yeah, this is sick as it gets. I pictured this shit. Now it's looking as sick as my clip. Full moon warriors kick it down the fucking doors. Crazy world, so we stuck on the grass like herbal balls. And if we moving, they know that the cash involved. I guess it's what Nas meant when he said the world is yours. Get out the way, children. Go do your chores. I'm a dog trying to keep the bullshit up off my balls. Meat and potatoes. Oh, bro, I was about to say meat and potatoes. Ain't nothing not wrong with that. Not mad at it, but uh, this one's better. Believe it okay. or not. This is Waka Flocka Flame and French Montana, We Mob, featuring Prodigy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Green Lantern. Uh-huh. Yeah. Flock, what up, nigga? Montana. Uh-huh. This old niggas dead, bring the forks out. Montana, Josh Smith with the Hawks out. Switch cheese on them. Out Japan, flag your head, red beans on them. White sheets on them. It's hell on earth. God gon' help you, nigga, help yourself first. Fuck Forbes, only thing working for us. Cut the middleman out and deal straight with the sauce. I've been gone for a second, street missing, nigga. I'm broke with a sweat, or corny rich, nigga. Need a fix, nigga. Got that white girl, nigga, A1. New whip, white bitch, credit A1. Speed out lockouts, take one. Connect, ain't no stopping me. I'm the prodigy. If you try to stop me, disrespect me. Then my young boys, they gon' cause havoc. We mob when we deep. 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 I met this girl in New York. She from left, right, pussy nigga calling, saying want his shit back. <laughs> My reply back, you know how it goes. Shout it, kick a dough, I got robber phone. Then I bounce back, cooking lyrical crack. All y'all niggas ass cheeky, run with a sheet pack. Never been to talk a white sheet that turn my back, pulled down my B hat. This can't be life. I used to be a backseat driver, now riding in the Maybach. Couple of old friends trying to discredit me. I put on for this G shit. I'm pleasantly surprised. I agree. It's a good freestyle. You got the Prodigy cosign. He threw a verse on there. They made it into a song. You know, they like wrote a new hook for it. It's got the mob deep homage in the hook. I like it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. They did a whole mixtape together and it sucked other than that one song. <laughs> okay. And it sounded nothing like that. It was all over like Lex Luger type beats. And then all of a sudden that came on and I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> oh man. I don't like French on like walk on like Waka type beats, like Lex Luger or Southside. Like I think he's better on like the Harry Fraud type shit. Dame Grease. Okay. Dame Grease. It sounds like a woman who's like trying to run with our gimmick, you know? Dame Grease? Yeah, she's like, I'm Dame Grease. Like, I'm going to be, I'm picking up where Moles and Mel left off after Fast Food Rankings 2, the final lap. <laughs> Dame Grease. Hey, that's a free, ni- well, you're going to have to take it up with Dame Grease, but yeah, that's going to be a certainly not a free name uh, <laughs> for any woman who wants to follow in the <laughs> footsteps of Moles and Mel's most unhealthy period of their lives. Um, go, go for it, but you may face litigation. We have a clip from the book. 
Okay. Uh. This is five minutes long. And then there's kind of like a postscript. It's still within the chapter, but it goes like out of the realm of the hell on earth period. So I cut it at that point. So here's the final uh, chapter of the chapter, let's say. And then we'll get a little uh, postscript afterwards. At a show in Boston, the night after the photo shoot, the Lost Boys finished performing as we arrived, and the promoter wanted us to start right away because the crowd was getting rowdy. As Shook Ones came on, a dude with dreads in the front row started slamming into people, and the whole front row beat him up. <laughs> the venue owner turned on the house lights, <laughs> and the DJ stopped the music. But it only got worse. Chairs were flying. Put the fucking music back on. I screamed. But the promoter wanted to stop the show. Mr. Cheeks from the Lost Boys approached me and said, I know we had beef in the past, but we got to stick together tonight. I laughed and agreed. Gunshots started popping as people stampeded toward the exit doors. We slipped out and got into our cars, talking to females as they left the spot. The dreaded dude walked up to our car chest naked, with his pants ripped, blood all over his body, and splattering from his mouth. Mob Deep, what? He screamed. I'm still standing. They can't stop me. We've been cool with the Lost Boys ever since that night. Then more bad news. I got a 911 page on my beeper while driving and pulled over to use the payphone to call back Hasboy Bolo. Killer Black is dead, Bolo said. Hey, don't play with me, man. Don't joke like that, I said. It's not funny. I'm serious. He committed suicide. I didn't believe it, so I went to QB to find out what happened. Havoc told me it was true. Killer shot himself in the head with a 9mm in the bathroom. People were saying... Killer was with tragedy at a club that night, and Killer may have smoked some weed with dust in it. I knew Killer. He might have been crazy with the guns when it was time, but he wasn't mentally crazy or suicidal. This was totally out of his character. Had mom said Killer closed the bathroom door, turned on the sink, and she heard a pop. She didn't realize it was a gunshot. She heard water running. She went into the bathroom, but it wasn't water. It was her son's blood. His head slumped in the sink. It felt like a black cloud hovered over us all the time. There was so much death around us during that short period. It felt like we would curse for all the wrong we've done. We shot a video for our title track, Hell on Earth, just before Killer shot himself. And Killer Black made his final cameo in that video. Killer was in our first video, Peer Pressure. And in the verse that Havoc wrote for me, I rap about a kid named Kenny who started drinking, smoking weed, and messing up in school. At the end of the verse, Kenny committed suicide. It's spooky that Killer Black played Kenny in that video. Upset about his brother Killer's death, 
Havoc started drinking heavily. I became addicted to prescription pain pills, like Percocet, that hospital sent me home with for my second set. The high made me forget about the stress and the death, at least momentarily. We took a two-year break from doing shows, radio, and interviews. We still made music in the studio and did a lot of features and movie soundtracks within those two years. Like Nas's Live Nigga Rap, Das Effects's Microphone Masters, Mariah Carey's The Roof, LL Cool J's Ashacha and Queens's, RSO's The War Is On, Shaquille O'Neal's Legal Money, Exhibits Eyes May Shine, Big Puns Tres Leches, Blondie's No Exit, KRS-One's Five Burrows, PMD's It's the P-97, A-Plus's Gusto, Crash the Boards from the Hoodlum soundtrack, Rare Species from the Soul in the Hole soundtrack, and the America is Dying Slowly compilation albums Street Life. I also appeared on a bunch of songs with drug dealers who paid cash to have a song with Prodigy of Mom Deep. A $20,000 check here, $10,000 in cash there. It was good money. Had their production for Biggie, Foxy Brown, Nas, and a bunch of drug dealers who paid cash for a Havoc Beat. So, yeah, I mean, I was telling you there was one more thing coming up. Well, you know, in regard to tragic circumstances, I kind of felt that coming like it was foreshadowed because Killer was the one that had the bullet in his head. Right. And he was talking about he was seeing things. And also he was brought up in our infamous review and I had made the connection. That's the killer who's being discussed on Veterans Memorial Part 2 on H&IC Part 2. Okay. So he talks about some of that stuff, including him coming home from jail and converting to Islam and everything in that song. Uh, So I knew he passed, and I was pretty sure that was in this chapter, and it was. So there it is. I mean, we'll talk more about this eventually when we do H&IC part two, but you know, this is unfortunately, you know, the bleakest of circumstances to be creating music around. Tell me about it. Yeah. Well, God, um, (laughs) but, but is it any, you know, uh, wonder now why, this album is darker than the infamous. No wonder left. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I have nothing left to say about this record. So, uh, you want to move on? Yep. Track 12, Give It Up Fast, featuring Big Noid and Nas. Flat six. Oh, man. Come on, Mel. Seven plus. Do me, baby. The, you don't the like beats, this? The beat's like the this? worst beat on the album. Okay. That's, that's 
I don't agree. I think the worst being on the album might be Bloodsport. Okay. But I, I'm not mad at that opinion. I love what's going on on here, though. It's not bad. It's just The chemistry with everyone is great. I love how Nas sets it off. It's like, oh, okay, we're, we're doing this. It's like a firm-type record, you know? Got out the airport. The mob picked me up in the truck. Julie Trunky, like, fuck, I ain't scared to get stuck. What's the deal, Poppy? I heard the feds almost got... This is like Nas in this era, what he does the most. Um, you know, 96 Nas, he's loving this kind of like scenery setting, storytelling, mafioso type shit. It's a funny verse. This man is talking about, you know... He's like, negotiating like a Illuminati network with catch your body experts. I need a suite with the flowers complimentary at Trump Towers. So I said, here's a toast to my foes. It's like a whole new beginning with quaaludes and cream and loads of women rocking linen. <laughs> quaaludes. All right. <laughs> Ride the dick like a horse with the cowboy brand. I was amused. He didn't do anything wrong. It's he did nothing beat. wrong. He, I thought his verse is very entertaining, and I like how – each verse builds on the last person's verse. It's like they're kind of telling a story, but they're there's no set plan for it. You know, it's like a road trip game. It's like, all right, I'll start it. Then you pick it up. Then you pick it up and then you'll finish it. P and they really give it to P to finish. Cause he gets more time than anybody else. Um, yeah, I mean, like the the structure is fine. The the what they're rapping about is fine. I just think it's a nothing hook and a and a nothing beat. You know, uh, the thing I don't think about- it's a nothing beat. The beat, I I agree, it's not one of the better beats on the album. But you don't like this, uh, you know, it's kind of this uh, gangster movie. What is this, King of New York string sample? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm real I'm good. I I'll say uh it was it was interesting to hear Prodigy not only be violent but horny. That was a first it felt like <laughs> on the album. Yeah. You know. Uh <laughs> I like numbed up from a fiery cup of hell juice. It sins nectar, <laughs> Satan's fountain of youth. Mega action. Bitches, Bitches all, all around, around ready, ready to, to fuck. fuck. Big, Big asses, ass. you raw dog and shit, <laughs> pressing your luck. My pipe game's like a night train. Top speed through your womb piece. piece. Rated X to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. I was amused. Uh, You know, it's like our sex raps, they either had to be funny or, you know, uh, what was the other thing they had to be? Uh, Funny is one of them. This was funny to me. Right. They either Um, need to be funny or you actually have to be able to sell them. Right. You know, so which is a much harder task in that realm. Yes. So you know, yeah, nobody. Stay tuned, folks. Next week, wet dreams. Spoiler: I cried to that record this week. This week? Yes. <laughs> I'll explain why next week. Yes. For the first time in my life, I cried to "Wet Dreams" by J. Cole. You know we're having a guest on for that review, right? We are. We are. I know. I'm going to have to explain myself. Um, <laughs> anyway. What the fuck, man? 
It's the only time I have ever I've listened. The song's been out for nine years almost, and I never ever felt anything close to crying. Now we're just crying. crying. Now we're just we're not just crying now because now you know we're. I'll explain next week. I'm. I'll, I'll explain next week. We're not just crying, but um, this man cried to "Wet Dreams" by J Cole. I think J Cole would be ashamed. He might. He might be, but for a different reason. So okay. Yeah, next week, Forest Hills Drive Review. I'll explain. But um, yeah, this is a flat six. You know, Sorry. I don't think so. I think it's a seven plus. It's a fun record. I agree with you that the beat is not one of the marquee beats on the record, which kind of keeps it from going up to that eight minus for me. But mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, I really enjoy this one. Well, I enjoy it. Prodigy. Right. Take us out, pal. This is All right. two and a half minutes, what I'd call a postscript to what we just heard throughout the evening. Uh, go get My Infamous Life. I recommend you get it as an audiobook because he recorded the audiobook himself. And I hope that, you know, playing all this stuff tonight makes people go out and buy that because for my money, it's the best rap. What would that be considered? Autobiography? Yeah. Best rap autobiography. And we know the best rap book is Dilla Time, baby, because we got (laughs) our boy, the third member, Jesse Fairfax, in that damn book and uh, in that damn African-American History Museum. Okay. which That was a borderline racist sentence, depending on the tone. That damn African-American. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's a good damn. All right. 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 It's a good damn. Like, and you know, those damn bulls. You know? By symbiosis, Jesse Fairfax is black history, as we That's right. said before. So, you know, that, that book's a classic, but Dilla himself didn't write it. Right, right. Okay, here we go. Take us out, Prodigy. Havoc was doing beats for LL Cool J at the Hit Factory in Manhattan one night. And LL asked me to rhyme on one of the songs. When I arrived, Hav was passed out drunk on the couch. LL was with his A&R, Benny, and plus a camera crew. LL told the camera crew to film us as we were listening to my verse. Stopping the music midway to talk shit to the camera. Yo, Hav, what are you doing? Benny suddenly yelled out. Havoc was standing up. Taking a piss on the gear rack. What? About $30,000 worth of equipment and mad electrical wires. Still half asleep. Then half laid back down on the couch and kept sleeping. He didn't even realize what he had done. Your man is out of control, LL said. I told the camera crew that they had to erase that part of the tape. And LL agreed. That was far from Hav's first drunken blunder. A year before, Havoc invited me to the studio where he was producing a song for Biggie Smalls called Last Day, featuring the locks. Yo, Big wants you to come to the studio, Hav said. He wants you to get on the song. I don't want to do a song with Biggie. He's corny, I said. Wow. I wasn't a fan of Biggie's music at that time. Go ahead without me. After a long studio session, 
Harry was so drunk that he left his beat disc in the machine, leaving behind all six songs he had crafted that day instead of one. Somebody ended up using one of the beats for Black Rock's I Love You Baby on the Puff Daddy and the Family album. I could tell as soon as I heard it because it had Hav's signature drums, bass line, and all. Hav, that's your beat, I said when we heard the track. That motherfucker stole your beat. After Biggie's Life After Death album came out with that track, Last Day, that Hav produced, I became a huge Biggie fan and regretted not doing the song. I was a hard-headed young fool back then. Wow. Hey, it's all good, you know? It happens to the best of us, you know? It do. It do. Definitely do. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, go get that book, folks. This is not a at all equivalent example. But that reminds me of, uh, you know, us discovering Post Malone Stoney. Because, like, for years, it was just, he was the White Iverson guy. It's like, oh, I don't want to hear that. That's corny. And then you, I heard Stoney, and I'm like, you know what? This is all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Moles and Mel were maybe two to three years late on that because we were just hating for, well, not for no reason. Look at him. All right. <laughs> Let's be honest. We weren't hating for no reason. And I think I listened finally. Uh, I, was it because we were originally going to do it in like our fake version of rab that never happened i don't know and then i think i think it was because we listened and it's like this isn't a rap album why are people calling him rap right i think it was it was either that or he was on the stone cold podcast and he kept saying it's good stuff man and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) why does he keep saying that i gotta listen to this guy I might have yeah. been uh, influenced to put him on our second episode of our fake rap that never happened because of that interview. And then we listen, and it's like, this is not bad. I mean, it's not a classic, but, like, this isn't that bad. Yeah, like, in a lot of instances, it's good music. It's good it's stuff, stuff, man. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. There's some shit. You know what's crazy, though, Mel? What's that? Stony. Fucking thumbs up. All right. Uh, what's what's the one that came after it? Beer bongs and Bentleys. That has some joints too. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, 20, what is it? Hollywood's bleeding thumbs down. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. 24 carat toothache. Thumbs down. Austin. Thumbs down. (laughs) I don't know. Like now I'm like, fuck this guy, but his first You fell off. Yeah. Look, you're washed. It's over, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't ordinarily be so, but he's not a rapper, so I can be, right. you know. I, my, my my only duty on rap rankings is to try to treat the artist with the respect that I would have liked to see. He'll never be reviewed on rap rankings. He's not a rapper. Yeah. He doesn't make rap music. I mean, the song Wow is probably the closest he's ever come to doing that, and that's still not a rap song. So, listen, I honestly still, I obviously respect him as a man. I'm not saying you can diss him because he's not rap, but like, 
I'm giving myself license to be flipping and dismissive because I, you know, that's not our forte. All I'm saying is he had my ear. He lost my ear. I don't give a shit. Like, personally, I don't have a problem with him at all. I'm just saying. Yeah. The shit fell off. The music fell off, you know? I felt like people were being too hard on you, and I was going to bat for you, and then you're like, great, we got the mules demographic i can start making shitty music now and that's not acceptable you got to go back to that old style right anyway uh that i'm stone cold with the flex okay (laughs) (sighs) well hey you want to bring in the sponsor sponsor yeah i do all right, well, we're going to bring in the sponsor for the penultimate track here, and then we'll see y'all back here for the final track of Hell on Earth. Don't worry. You're almost out of the flames, folks. So, here you go. Okay, welcome back. And, folks, if you are a regular listener of the show, you probably know this guest, but if you're a new listener... I am. Allow I'm me a to regular listener you too. of the show. <laughs> Here he is, okay? He is the creator of So What's the Scenario? Okay, we all know it's the hip-hop debate game. It is the game we sponsor here on the show. This is our only sponsor. But he is also now the host of the So What's the Scenario show. <laughs> now on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest, Kenny, the sponsor. I know you hear Kenny Thanks shaking the dice. Hey, let's get it. <laughs> so look, Kenny, the last time we were joined by uh, you on a review, this show was not out yet. I don't even think it was out the last time you were on one of our uh, rap rankings plays. So what's the scenario special? So before we even get into this record, I just want you uh, up top to let people know about the show. Thank you for giving me the platform to do that, man. Both of y'all. I uh, really appreciate that. And that's why I rock with y'all boys. Um, hey, you know, we, we, yeah. it, you know, it, it's so honestly, uh, before we, before me, shout out to Strife, um, co yeah, and co-creator with me, um, before we even had a game in hand, the idea was to create like a, a poker type of show around the game, um, from the early, from, from the beginning. So. You guys still hear me? Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, so that was like maybe 2017. Um, we had the idea for starting a car game at the end of 2017. And I sent them, I sent them a, uh, a Google doc of a poker, uh, a poker match. And he was like, I know exactly where you're going with that. But in order to have the game, I mean, in order to have the show, you have to have the game. So the game had to be developed first. Um, but now that the game is developed, what I'm saying is no one knows how to play. Oh, no, no, no one. It's a 
it's a learning curve to 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 getting people to play it. Right. And there might be more people that will want to watch than that will want to play. You can have both, but there might be more that would just watch. So we went back to the idea because again, the, it was always the idea to do a show. So then now that the game is developed, now we can do the show to sell the game. <laughs> so facts, um, facts. You know what I'm saying? So we started developing it. Oh, we had the idea to start developing it uh, last year. Um, and then we we found we found the right studio. Shout to uh, I shout him out. Uh, the studio at Carney Point, which is in New Jersey. Which is where we do the shout um, out Carney Point episode. <laughs> Yo, that sounds crazy in front of a gunshot. <laughs> but um, so <laughs> once we found that studio, they was able to handle that the work of shooting it, and me and Strife, you know, do the editing, do the audio mixing, um, you know, do the you know all of that stuff, do the marketing, uh, and do everything in house. And it makes it, you know, it makes it easy to, to 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 find quality work, which is what you guys have said, and everybody has said, and we appreciate that the work is quality. Oh yeah, the production value is. I mean, like, I'm not even kidding here. It feels like almost broadcast quality. Yeah, man. So, with that said, you know, you guys are holding it down on the on the on the audio side of things. You know what I'm saying? So. Visually, I feel like, you know, we could come out with the best visual hip hop media product that there is right now. I, I don't see no one like else. And that. I'm, I'm, I'm calling like them that. out. I don't see nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Um, we don't see you. In a, we don't John see you. John Cena. You know what I'm saying? In, in a different way. I don't see a lot of people doing that. It's the same setup with everybody. It's one person talking to another person. Um, you don't see a lot of. You know what I'm saying? Um, interactive or just different type of conversations that you got a, a product behind as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, 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 from our culture product, you know what I'm saying? That's that's, right. that's being presented as well that, that we could support. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, we 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 got we got the John Blaze shit is what I'm saying from 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 a visual aspect. <laughs> we got the John Blaze shit right now, and y'all. Everybody needs to everybody needs to get up on it and, and understand it because there's nobody else that's 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 putting out better visual content at this moment. I'm gonna I'm just call it how I see it. Yeah, you know, like, hey man, I'm 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 gonna have to tell them real quick. Name you know, them. I see name a lot of name I see a lot of. I can't name no competition. They not out there. It's a lot of people thinking they got platforms and they know about the culture. Okay, listen. So what's the scenario? The hip hop debate game is not no mysterious shit. Okay, this is for the people. <laughs> it's out there. It's public. Okay, you know it's it's what 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 else, Khaled? What else? You know it's playing everywhere. It's called great music. You know it's playing everywhere. It's called a great Facts. game. Okay, you Facts. know. So Facts. so listen, get Facts. get with the program. All right, and, and I'm gonna tell you, I showed my dad the uh the show. Uh, I think a couple nights ago, and I'm like, see, this is this is that visual production. This is see, see they hold the sponsor holding down. We don't click up with no with no with no dummies, with no lames, oh, with no it. suckers. Okay, likewise, likewise, likewise. You, you know feel me? 
Absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't know why I feel like I want some like East Coast. Yo, word is bond, son. <laughs> I feel the same exactly. way. You know what I'm saying? All you don't right. want you don't want your producers yeah. so you know talking on the mic, ain't talking about nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come to so what's the scenario? Come to rap rankings. That's so, right. Like, listen, if you're tired of watching lazy hip hop media people laying around on couches, you gotta come to so what's the feet scenario. Up, <laughs> with their with their legs out, you know what I'm saying? With their feet with they up, eyes exposed, it's nasty. <laughs> like, sinking, like, sinking into the couch. All right, we see all of you. <laughs> right. All right, sit up, nah, sit up. Man. Yeah, we over here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. We've been out here 14 <laughs> seasons. But, uh, yeah. you know. Respect we, we, I'm, we just, I'm, just, I'm just getting to it. Hey, facts, man. You know, so. Yeah, we 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 gather here today. All right, we 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 we, we got to talk about some grimy stuff. Now you know me, I'm I'm a big softy, but you know I, I got to do what I got to do. So I'm here discussing my well, deep. Okay. I'm going to say this, Mel. <laughs> this is maybe the least grimy record on this album. Perhaps, perhaps, yeah. This is really? uh, for the record. Really? Uh, wow. <laughs> this is I a did- grimy record. Okay. Did, did, this is for the right. This is one. that's not an insult. It's just the least grimy to me, okay. relative okay. to everything yeah, I gotta else. Like that, yes, yeah, I gotta, I gotta reevaluate that. Okay, this is track thirteen, still shining. Okay, for the record, you're in the right place, folks. But uh, before we hand out them ratings that I know y'all love to dissect and agree with and disagree with and be confused about, okay. Uh, we want the sponsor, Kenny. You know, you, you, the guests. Let us know what, what's your what's before we give out what's what's your right, background paint, with this paint album? Picture with this... for us. What's the yeah. Kenny Hell on Earth origin story? Oh Lord. Okay. Don't mind if I do, and I couldn't say that with any more uh, infaction. Is that the word? Anyway, um, <laughs> let's begin. It's a so, word now. Oh, I like oh. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> First that, all, uh, that's, you know what that, that is? Yeah. That's with uh, that's passion with inflection. There it is. Okay, hold on. We got we got to drop for that. We got to drop for that. Kevin Gates, let him know what's going on. Oh, that's a new word. I just yeah, invented. Yeah, yeah, I just invented that shit. I'm a bitch. There we go. Yeah, I love Kevin Gates. Shout out to Kevin Gates, man. Facts. Shout out to Kevin Gates. Um, so, all right, Mob Deep. Hell on Earth is my top 16th album uh, out of 25. Of all time. My top 16th hip hop album. Yeah, of all time. It's 16. Wow. I just checked it. I, I, I put mm. a post out in uh, 2021. That's a screenshot. It was an interesting date, too. 2 um, 22 I said uh, number 16 is Mob Deep, Hell on Earth. I said low key, it's uh greater than the infamous with the greater than sign. Mm. Um it's like it's mm. like it's like heating up it's like heating up a good plate of leftovers. All the seasonings done settled. Another catch years <laughs> later. The mob the mob had that dark sinister sound I always preferred. My favorites were Animal Instinct, Bloodsport, and Get Dealt With. Notice I didn't even put Still Shining as my top three favorite. Which shows you, you know, 
how good this album is. At least, you know, I feel like, and we can get into this too, I feel like the top half and the bottom half are like 9 out of 10 or 8 out of 10, but the middle is where it kind of gets sleepy for me. And I'm like, ah, and it's mainly the beats, but we can get into that. Um, So, yeah, but. So that was so that so that we can start there. Top sixteen hip hop album of all time is Mob Deep Hell on Earth for me, at least as it stood back then. I got to reevaluate it, but that's where it stands for right now. That's number okay. one. Okay. Okay. Um, nice. Two, I got to get into how I got into Mob Deep as far as albums. I think um, Mob Deep from the like when I first. Being from where I'm from, DMV area, and maybe not. I mean, maybe I'm putting too much sauce on that. But um, the 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 dark piano, maybe that's just maybe that's just me. Maybe that's not you no know, no no regional shit. Dark piano beats is what I fuck with the most over anything. So and that's what Havoc okay. did. <laughs> so when I found out about that, I I'm hooked on the Mob Deep. The first album that I I, I got onto was the Infamous. After looking up, shout out to like all hip hop and those type of um, those type of uh, websites trying to be a rapper and trying to figure out after you done collected all of this, the, the music that you had from your household. Now you you want to rap and you want to step outside and see what is the stuff you should be listening to, at least back then. The infamous and Mob Deep was the one of the ones that kept coming up. So I got my boy. I forgot his name. It was this, uh, this, this white dude who was in my class who used to burn CDs and he burnt the infamous for me. And for the longest time, um, it was all mixed. It was all like out of order. So um, <laughs> I think the, the start of the start of your ending was like the last song <laughs> on the, on the oh, social shit. for a while. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, was, Yo, don't even ask me how yeah. that's crazy. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And I used to listen to it all the time. It was one of the few albums that I used to um I used to lift weights with my pops in our basement um downstairs. And it was one of the few albums that I would listen to that I thought was like safe enough to listen to, which is crazy in itself. Safe enough to listen to with him <laughs> downstairs without I guess because it wasn't too much cursing. I mean violence is violence, but I, I, like if you go back and listen to it, it wasn't too too much cursing on the infamous. Um, and I think that's that funny. No, that reminds cool me of the so what's the scenario game card with like you know if you if you know you you have to uh, you know play something around your parents <laughs> like mob deep yeah, okay. is not an answer I would think of. <laughs> right, yeah. right. But it was one that I was cool with. That was the that was an album. State property chain gang two was the, another album that I used to play with him down there. Um, a tribe called Quest, their first two albums because he had those was uh, two other albums, KRS-One. It was one KRS-One album that he also had that I would play, but that would be the rotation. So I would always, like, I know the end of the session is coming up in the workout because I hear start of your ending, but it's at the end. <laughs> so, but, and I didn't realize <laughs> right. years later that, that, w- that it was wrong. But anyway, um, so that was the now, first album. Did the album, album open into. with uh, Parties Over? I don't remember what it opened up with. I don't remember. Um, and by the way, speaking of parties <laughs> over, I don't know if I can agree with you that Hell on Earth is better than the Infamous until we get to the next track, Apostles Warning. Because if you remember, in the Infamous review, I had no skips until Parties Over, the final track. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. You um, slept on Parties Over, but that's the season seven argument. 
Whatever. Yeah, I love every day in my life since eleven two seventy four. Like nah, nah, he went off on that first verse. That alone is gonna is a takeaway for me. But talk about it. We can digress. I digress. I can digress. (laughs) Um, I think you know what that might have been the first song on the (laughs) on the on. No, it might have been. So the album was like you know how they how they repackaged "Damn" by Kendrick with the reverse track order. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow, you had like Bossy, the, was this dude. you know Kendrick yeah. or the Memento version of uh, the Infamous. Yeah, honestly, it was this dude. Uh, it, I mean, I think the dude just grabbed his songs from Kazaa and and ordered them. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to him. Uh, as hold well. up, the I'm money calling. <laughs> nah, that's not the money. That's that. That's the baby. She calls money. So I mean, I guess you could. You oh, okay. Call it <laughs> Whenever she, whenever, whenever she moves, it goes off. I gotta, I gotta turn it off. But um, <laughs> shout out to my baby. Anyway, um, what is, what was I saying? Uh, shit, I forgot what I was saying. What were you just talking about? Uh, working out to the album. Uh, yeah, you so you had like the album. The- you had the album uh, in the basement, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was something. No, you said something about parties over in the beginning of it. Whatever. Um. <laughs> this the so I got so the infamous was the first time I got put onto. Then it was uh I think murder music. Shout out to um Into Deep. You guys seen that movie? With uh, see. LL Cool J and Omar Epps. I was about to say LL. Yeah, I, I've seen the movie poster. Uh, yeah, I feel lot. like I know the poster of this movie. Is Omar okay. Epps like shrouded in his shadow of half his face? Nah, it's just two of their bald headed asses, I think, you know what I'm saying? Side the uh, <laughs> head, 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 head pause. What I think. I let, me, let me check it out. Let me check it out real fast. You might be thinking of juice as far as shrouded in shadow. No, no, this is the one I'm thinking of, but it's like you could see like they're 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 not shrouded, it's just like they're just in a bald headed asses. This just yeah. dead head ass with the <laughs> with the badge in the middle, and but the yeah. background is like all black. Like you could just kind of see buildings in the background, but it's like yeah. all black. Yeah, I know the yeah. I know the cover. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so watching the movie or the, I I wasn't even watching the movie. The movie was just on. I forget what channel it was, but it's probably BT if it was anything else. Um. The watch the uh the the move there was a part at the end of the movie that had where's your where your heart at um on there from um from murder music and I was like what like the beat I'm like oh no I need to get that so that's I think that's why I got onto murder music next um mm. shortly after that um I think I got America's Nightmare which was in 2004. I got that when it came out. That was the first one that I got, like when it dropped. Um, and yeah, same for me. That yeah. So that summer was my last year playing football, and the summer that I started the summer with, when I started practice, was Lil Wayne the Carter one, which to this day I feel like is the best Lil Wayne album. Me and my boy mm, Kenny Kenny, that's a used take. To, we used to, Yes, we used to ride in his green Mustang every day. He would pick me up to go to practice, and he would, he would be bumping the shit out of that car to one. 
And <laughs> that has, to me, that has the dopest Lil Wayne song, which is Birdman Jr. I put that up against any Wayne song. Mm. All right. Carter, to, from the Carter one. Um, so, but then I ended the summer with Mob Deep America's Nightmare, which it came out in August, I think. Um, and I was bumping that. You know, it was a couple of joints on that JD Kiss. The joint with JD Kiss was the one that uh, I forgot the name of it, but and so then in between that time, I got put on to uh Infamy by my boy Billy. And I don't know if y'all remember, but I remember I think the last time I was on here, uh, we was doing Jewel Su off the dip, uh diplomatic immunity uh yeah. season finale. I forgot what season that was. But um like season uh, 11. I shot it off. Season yeah, I think eleven. I think. Uh, season eleven. Okay. Uh shout out my boy Billy. He he put me on the to the dipset song and he put me on to my deep infamy. He had the CD. Shout out to my boy Billy. Um so I was listening to that. Uh Get At Me is my favorite on that joint. But I digress. So then after that, <laughs> I get put on to Infamy. And this is right before I got, this is in 2004, right before the start of my senior year. I, I remember I, I cop uh, HNIC from, uh, from uh, F, I think it's FYE. I copped it, copped it from there. And then um, I had some girls in my crib. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. I had some, yeah, I had some girls in my crib. <laughs> um, what was I about to say about apology? I was, it, was, it was a girl story that I was about to say about some something mob deep related, but anyway, um, so H and I C, which to me is the best mob deep project. H and I C is my or not my my favorite anyway. Out of all the mob deep albums, H and I C is my favorite. Um, hmm, not mad at that. And that yeah, keep it thorough. You know, you can never feel my pain. Genesis. Um, I to what this day that? I wish they boom, wouldn't rap. Boom, boom. Yeah. From my G Pack redacted. Oh yeah, boom, boom, boom. yeah. yeah. What we'll called Mega? Yeah, yeah. Core Mega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D batteries for the and, theme music. Yeah, yes. Ooh. And, and the joint with BG. Um, it's a yeah. Veterans Memorial. Yeah, like again. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even mention my probably my favorite one. Low key, my favorite one. Um. Let's take a little spin, dun. I forgot the name of it. Open my wings to a new day. Spread my lungs. Get laced. Jump oh, in the whip. Yeah. Stash the guns. Uh, what's the name of that shit? Before anything, get a daily dose of choke. We got the benzo flooded with smoke. <laughs> my eyes burning from the dope. Killing my throat. With my seat back, a taste, lumbar support. On the, doing 90 or more, debating on the latest round wars. But we, ah. Uh, See, that sounds hard. Can't complain. It's can't complain. It's can't complain. That's what it is. Can't complain. All okay. right. Y'all got to do H and I C. Y'all got to move that up. <laughs> like, <laughs> please. H and I C got to get moved up. Anyway, H and I C. I got onto it after that. And it wasn't until after that. So this is now I'm probably 17 going on 18. I, I get put on to Hell on Earth. It's the last album that I kind of got put onto a Mob Deep. And I remember this is the summer before I go to college. Shout out to St. John's. Um, I, I got Hell on Earth and I got Only Built for Cuba Links around the same time that summer. And that was the first time I heard both. Um, 
and I remember the 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 first day I got to uh to 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 uh to St. John's, I, I, the first thing I put in was only built for Cuba Links because I was listening to that a little bit before I got up there. But so so Hell on Earth is the last album that I kind of got onto with with uh, with Mob Deep, but it's my favorite. Um, and it's because I think, like I say, like I said in the tweet, it's it's the it's the it's the leftovers from 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 the from the year before. But it's you know what I'm saying it's all marinated. You know what I'm saying? I think in the beginning, it's it starts off super duper strong. Animal Instinct is probably like it's, it's it was tough for me to figure out a song to pick because Animal Instinct is probably one of the best intro songs ever. I think it's the best chorus on the uh on on, on the album. I want to ask y'all which I think the best chorus is. I'm not mad at that actually, because that's off the top of my head, it's how to live it is one of the better courses. Crime paid, but for how long? Till you reach a downfall. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah. Title yeah. track for me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the, Hell on Earth. Okay. That's Front, a good one, too. That's yeah, a good okay. one. Hey, yo, what's Hell on Earth? Yeah. Next is going to be first. Time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's, That's classic, one. but that record, Animal Instinct, and Drop a Gem on them are all tied for my favorite on the album. Ooh, and that's the first three. That is super strong to start off an album. No, Although two, drop a two, gem of on the, them. two of the first three. Bloodsport's track three. One is Animal Instinct. Two is mm-hmm. drop a gem on them, right? And three is Animal yeah, And Instinct. 11 is Hell on Earth. Oh, no, yeah, Animal Instinct's okay, track one. Drop on, drop a gem is track two. Hell on Earth track eleven. Track eleven. Okay, okay, okay. Those are your three favorite. But I agreed with you earlier. Like, uh, I haven't had a skip yet personally, but I think the album starts really strong. Like, four out of the first five songs are some variation of an eight to me, and mm-hmm. you know we. Uh, we're starting to see eights now on the back half as well. Coming back up. Exactly. Coming back up because the title track, I mean, simp- uh, give it up fast is a seven plus for me. And now, I mean, I don't want to give my rating away just yet on this still shining. We still, you know, we're going through the, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's hold that. Let's unauthorized hold that. Yeah, let's biography. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Um, yeah. So like I said, the beginning starts off pretty strong. The back end starts off. I mean, it, it, it finishes off pretty strong. Um, it, uh, so all with all that said, right? Prodigy is my number eight favorite rapper out of top 25. I can do the top 25 favorite MCs. Prodigy's number eight. Top um, 20, 25, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and a lot of that, no, well, not a lot of that, but a good majority of that has to do with this album because he went, he went the F off on a lot of. He got a lot of classic verses on here. Um, He's the MVP of, of the album solid- to me. I mean, of course, of course. So that's another question I had. Um, and I, I think I know the answer. Does Havoc beat him on any song on this album? Because I don't think he do. I don't think he does. At best case, he keeps up with him. He does but still he shining. Is, but like- still shining? I'm gonna just real quick. Still, still shining is the one where if it was just two verses, 
I'm like, all right, have it. You did your thing. But then, then Project comes back on the third verse and just obliterates it, put holes through your shirt like Jamaican. You know what I'm saying? So, but anyway. Close. All right, hold on. So, <laughs> but you know the thing about so, Havoc, Kenny? Havoc yeah. made these beats. And that's why. Exactly. Oh, like, of course. If Havoc of is course. like a seven, seven plus rapper, he's still like a nine producer to me. So I don't care that he's not the better and, member of mob deep he makes these beats and these beats until alchemist came along nobody could capture this vibe 100 percent. i you know before we started this i was thinking to myself that mob deep is a lot like um outcast in the sense that big boy of course is a better rapper than habit but in the group dynamic Prodigy and Three Stacks are, you know, the ones and the other two can keep up and they keep up very well, but they aren't the ones. And having Yes, but having, imagine if Big Boy and, was the producer of all the outcast shit, then you'd be like, you yeah. know what? It's it's basically even now that we factor that in. Of course, it's it's honestly it's it's the sliders. There's no there's no way that <laughs> Havoc can be that great of a producer and that great of a rapper. It's the same as Big Boy can't be that great of a rapper and that great of a producer. One of them is going to slack. So, you know, I understand that. But honestly, and this is no, uh, this is a, this is a, a ben, uh, not a benefit, but a, um, a, a kudos to Havoc and a, a what, what the hell happened to Prodigy? You know, Prodigy was the one for the beginning. And then at some point, right around America's Nightmare, Havoc was the better rapper. And he, he he had the better verses than P, um, or consistently, you know what I'm saying. So that was a that that kind of made me look at P kind of you know funny, but you know he's I disagree with you there. Top ten. Wow, you think you think you think Prodigy was I getting like, them on this America's Nightmare? I I'm not saying on every track, but I'm saying like when I think about P in that era, I can actually recall people kind of like turning against him somewhat. And I was still new to Mob Deep at that time. And I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, he's not rapping like how he used to. I don't like how he raps anymore. But Return of the Mac is crazy. H&IC 2 is crazy. Like, there's so much good sure. stuff. From I'm, I'm like a blood money apologist. I, you know what I mean? Okay, like, you know, okay. I like, okay. I like, I guess what you would call like based P. Mm. I, 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 I'm with you on that. I'm when I'm when I'm speaking about his quote unquote fall off. It ain't a long time. It's a it's a period, and it, the period starts at for me. Honestly, it begins around infamy, but it starts around. I mean, it's really there during America's Nightmare, where Havoc consistently has the better verse than P on for to me on almost every song. And that's a switch. I gotta go back. I gotta go back. I can actually like do a new audit on that for you privately, and like you know how I feel. Yeah, please, because that's why I noticed it. But but it's funny because again, I started from um, you know America's Nightmare was one of the first out. It seemed like it was the same with you too, though. America's Nightmare was one of the first ones I heard. Yeah, so. It wasn't the first one I heard. It was the first new one I heard. Me too. Me too. Well, yeah. no, nah, I think I heard Infamy as as it came out. I think I heard Infamy as it came out. But yeah. Well, 
I think Infamy is the one that got like a lot of bootlegging at the time, right? Like, wasn't there yes, an advanced yes, version that ended up leaking out it. and they had to change the track list and everything like that? Yeah, that's probably why I heard it. Um, I don't think I was even up on them at the time, or like I knew who they were, but through references from other rappers, you know? Yeah, yeah. Real quick, shout out to um, New York Undercover. New York Undercover was um, was TV show. what made me want to... Yes. Uh, New York Undercover was what made me want to get Infamous because it had Survival of the Fittest as one of the intro songs to one of the scenes, which mm. was a gutter scene, too, that I remember. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, I need that. And I figured out that that was on the Infamous. Um, along with Shook One. So I'm like, okay, I got to get this one. And that was the first one that I got. But um, uh, so, you know, Prodigy being my, my eighth favorite rapper, it, there's a bunch of classic verses on 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 this. This is this is P right before his peak. Right, like right before. I think I think he he peaked. I think he peaked at HNIC. But um, so this is right before that. and. He's arguably, you know, right at this point, top five, but later, top three, top top two best rappers in the game. And Jay even said that at one point. You know, P was unstoppable as far as how he was putting his shit together. You know what I mean? It was, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was super visual, all, you know, very descriptive. It was so difficult to pick a song. Again, Get Dealt With was probably my favorite one for the longest time. It had that dark, menacing beat. And he's he's painting a picture of a whole beat down. And it'd be, you know, I got my clip ready, ready for hand to hand combo. I'm going to break him down, rapper noise for the stroke. I'm going to scoop him up. I'm body stomp him out. Each nigga grab him. I'm pick this nigga up. Nigga, <laughs> wake him up. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> Put a hole in his face so big. It almost. So, anyway. Anyway, um, it, it, was, it was difficult to pick a <laughs> to, 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 to pick a uh, to, to pick a song, but I wound up going with Still Shining because he had two kill two ill verses on it and that beat, which um, moves. I'm expecting you. I'm gonna say that too. I'm expecting you to have some archive audio for this for this uh, for for this track. Archival audio on the it. Mob Deep Hell on Earth episode. I mean, what the hell? Who I do mean, you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I can't wait for that because I mean, it's it's crazy how it's crazy how Havoc flipped it. Where a lot of these beats that you know that's produced a sample come out really differently and having a, having a totally different feeling. Mainly, I'm thinking about. Um, uh, I forgot my my dude's name from Juice Crew now. Oh, Master Ace, his his Master his, Ace, uh, yeah. his sample flipper, yeah. We, his sample we got flipper that, that makes we got me, that in here. Of course, May, you know it's it's super emotional. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah. this is straight up like so. We, it was crazy when you said before we started that this is one of the least grimy ones because to me it flips this whole sample on his head and makes it super grimy. I get with the with the drums and everything. Um, so I'll yeah, I, I was. What I, was, I mean though. Okay. Or at least yeah, what yeah, it evokes yeah. to me, you know, within their catalog, okay. like knowing, you know, their whole catalog, I think helps my case here, but we'll see, you know, maybe you'll disagree, okay. but you okay. have, it sounds like significant experience with this album. You hold it near and dear as I do myself. And, uh, is it time Mel? 
Is it time to give Kenny the floor to, you know, kick us off here? For sure, yeah. What's the uh, what's the rating? Moment of truth here. All right, because um, I need to I need to freshen up. Could you please just give me ten, nine, and eight um, definitions so that I I know I know. What I'm <laughs> oh, facts here. for sure. Okay, let me uh, yeah, let me pull up the official document here. Okay, so ten, it's a perfect song to you. One of your favorite songs of all time. Nine, I all love right. it. Eight. I like it a lot. Okay. Um, all right. I can give you seven, too, if you need go. it. No, no, no. I don't need it. I don't need seven. I don't need seven. Um, I'm going to go eight is I like it a lot. Yep. That's what you said? Yep. All right. Yeah, I'm going eight. I'm going eight. I'm going solid all right. eight. That's what I'm going. Flat eight for Kenny. Yeah, flat eight, man. Flat eight. Ding me, baby. All right, we we still shining in. The light ain't went off. All right, we're so. still shining. Okay, uh, because if if, if I if I think about my, my 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 hold on real quick, if I think about my mom my mom D favorites, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of nines, and there might be a, 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 a sprinkle of gen, a sprinkle of tens in there. Um, so yeah, still shining is a, is a solid eight. Okay. Um. You sure yeah. you want me to go? Because the way that these things typically go when a guest comes on, they give their rating, oh, I give my rating, and then you start talking about, oh, boy, oh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm being ganged up on, you know? So, I mean, would you nah, like to this, give your this, rating, though, nah. before, yeah, before you that. know, uh, it, you, you feel backed into a corner, you know? You know what? Sure, I'll go. I'm not ducking from this, okay? All right, because you know it, it, it's like you know there comes a day in every young Melvin's life, you know, where you have you, this voice in your head and you look out at the people and you say something told me dumb, but 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 you can't listen to that something, okay? You gotta you gotta stand up and not duck. And I'm here to say the still shining oh, is a flat seven. Oh, oh. Wow. Okay. Well, you know what? Okay. All right. All right. You know what? It's Look, not the like seven minus. Like it's not. It's not Kenny the we'll seven minus. So get. I'm cool. Yeah, we got in it. the interest right, cool of just that. getting this cool. album as high as we can on the board. Yes, we'll take yes, whatever yes. we can get as far as yeah. a takeaway is concerned. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. I'm cool with that. Well, That's cool, Mel. All, all right. right. I'm cool. Flat eight from Kenny. Flat seven mm-hmm. from Mel. Yep. Leaving me to uh, be the last to chime in in the Mel spot, feeling like you know all eyes are on moles, oh, and God. I'm in between both uh, Kenny and Mel at an eight minus. Ding me, baby. Okay, right. okay, a minus, a minus, eight minus. Right. Okay, it's a it's a gem from the album. It's a highlight of the album. It's not one of my top songs from the album. Okay, so like, now I have, let a, me, can I, I have can that I, three-way tie with Animal, Drop a Gem, and Hell on Earth. Those are my three favorites. Animal, Drop a Gem, and Hell on Earth. Animal Instinct, okay. Animal Instinct, Drop a Gem, and Hell on Earth. All right, okay. Ah, Drop a Gem. Drop a Gem is hard for me because Pac is my favorite rapper. Now, I love Prodigy... Pac. Yeah, Pro- Pro- Prodigy 
he he gets he gets busy on this. So it's like eh, when I hear it. <laughs> but so it's it's one I that I I, I I I I acknowledge as one of the better songs on the album, but it's not one that I go back and listen to frequently. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. If he's your number yeah. one, I feel you. Um Yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- this one's an eight minus for me. It is a highlight of the album. And you were asking for it. So if you want, we can get yes. into some of this archival audio. <laughs> yes, that's good. This is a classic. Now, before sample. we actually get into the sample and all of the uh, notable flips throughout the years, I brought in a freestyle here. This is uh, Funk Master Flex Freestyle by Foxy Brown over the Still Shining beat. Hmm. Nice. Okay. Let me uh, Foxy. Shout let me Foxy. load that in here. Let's see. All right. Uh, let's check it out. Let's see what Foxy's talking about. Here we go. Yeah. Don Pooh 97. Ha. Pretty Boy 97. Box Boogie 97. Yeah. Funk Master Flex. Ha. Yeah. Yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. 20 foot ceilings with that rough leather sofa. Gucci loafers spending weeks at the sofa. Hotels making slow mo's turn to yells with Tawana. Fucking in the sauna. Pretty boy said he going back south. And if your man front got the pull the cat out, now he laid out. Cause I sprayed out. Pussy clock, boy, you played out. Over some ass, you see your weight out. Y'all can play in the low income housing. While I got the crib and the Benz 1000. Tight like DD, official. Demi set plays. I lay in, shake the ass all day. Lay low. In the cream cheese Bentley and shake those artificial. I'm Dom Peace, you was Fayo. Five carrots to lay low. ED, type PD, you see me. I'm straight 3D, you PD. And why? You straight semi, I'm semi. Automatic I, CK1 and fakes, none that I can flex. Word on the streets is all. Uh, you said that mixtape shit straight. Let me bless that. Prima Donna a rap. Black and Philippine, my love to Brooklyn. And my motherfucker phone team. What up, baby boys? It's love. Keep it cock. Phone chill. Your rap princess got it locked on. Uh, see the Rap star, mama Cita, my non-matic greeter, light it up like Chiba. It's our world. What you think? To make it real simple, we do what y'all can't point blank. Uh, yo, two takeaways: uh, cream cheese Bentley made me hungry and reminded me I was poor. <laughs> Number two, uh, she's black in in Filipina. I guess so. I didn't know that. China Doll. Wow. That was the name of that was the name of her second album. Oh, second wow. album. Foxy. Yeah. Bar. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Hey, hey, the more you know. All right. Talk to Foxy. Huh. Who was their first chick? I think that was Foxy, you know? No. No, well, no, no, it was a Foxy. different voice. Switch. Foxy. Like, yeah. Because when I was listening, so I'm like, that's not Foxy. Uh, but then Foxy came see. on, and I was like, oh, okay. Foxy Brown, Funkmaster Flex, Freestyle, Pretty Boy. Oh, Pretty Boy. <laughs> Pretty Shout boy. out to Pretty Wait, Boy. That sounds like a girl, though. No, that sounded yeah, like a boy, boy to me. Sounded like a, uh, no, that sounded like a girl to me. I, <laughs> we have to listen to this. Oh, okay. well, like pretty this. Boy sounded like a boy to me, and Foxy sounded like Foxy. But, and Pretty no, Boy is a girl. There's, there's no boy on that track. Hey, what, whoever what that was, we all inclusive here, okay? We we don't play the bigotry, the prejudice, okay? <laughs> Whatever that saying. was, 
I'm cool with it. Whatever <laughs> that was. What? No, not the, the person is not that. I'm to, see, he's trying to, all right, we'll try to get me caught no, no, up. No, 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 he ain't trying to get you caught up. That's exactly what you said. When, whenever that was, what you said. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy, uh, okay? This is why back in the music days, when I was working with Mel and we would do podcasts, I requested final edit on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you just said whatever yeah, that yeah. was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Oh, I might as well get started. I know I'm wrong, apology. but I'm not gonna let these redacteds treat me like I'm wrong. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Where? Did... <laughs> where Shout to where's that Joel's drop? Okay. Because that. Yeah. That's how. That's how I'm feeling. You know. Like listen. If they if they come for me, I'm gonna tell them. I know I'm wrong. <laughs> But I ain't gonna let these niggas come and treat me like I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. Why not? You're wrong, buddy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh... Oh. Okay. No. Listen. We're we're just gonna give up trying to figure out who that other woman was. Okay. If okay. it was another woman, I think it's just Foxy. All right. I mean, no, she it's, not. Tones, it's not. It's not. It's not. Listen. Yeah. What's the, what's the number? 718? What it, you know what I'm saying? Like, 7183473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473473
you know, then he burnt that CD for me. Then he also gave me the ride, you know what I mean? And go, you know, do do my little, do my little thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so, so shout out to Eric before you play this sample, because this sample reminds me of that. <laughs> but okay, as we proceed, <laughs> damn, did I make it super weird? <laughs> no, no, hey, you talking to King Weirdo right here, so. Yeah. Right. Kenny, as long as you don't stumble into talk of chunks and lactation porn, I think you're oh, actually, kind of on the more vanilla not. side of things on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, absolutely not. Alright, well, uh, this is a hospital prelude of love. Uh, wait, it just cut off. Love them. Was it Theme. Theme. Okay, it just said them. Alright. Yeah, okay, here we go, y'all. Money sample. Check it out. Give me some of that good old love. <laughs> oh. Let me make you feel fine. Cause loving you just knows. My mind. This love I have for you, girl, is true. That was gonna break me down. Okay. Okay. That yeah, that's all right. Money sample. Is who is this again? Who is this again? Willie Hutch. I thought so. Okay, Willie Hutch. Man, um, what instrument is that? Is that the organ? That sounds orchestral. It could be an organ. It sounds like strings. I I I thought it was an organ. Moves, what you think? It could be organ. I thought I heard like yeah, strings. Like, uh, play it again for a second. Strings. Yeah, I thought that was all keyboard. That's what I. That's what I. Because I was like, yeah, this summer that could Oh, that could be an organ. That's an organ. That's an organ. That's an organ, right? Facts. That's an organ. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a man and an organ, bro. <laughs> and, and, and if you think about the body, that that's that's all that, that like a man and his organ. Bro. Oh man! Evoking that type wow, of emotion. Uh, mm. Willie's anatomy. 
series. Okay. <laughs> hey, relax, relax. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good stuff. That. Right there. <laughs> I was thinking about yeah. it. I was thinking about it, but I'm yeah, going yeah. to let him rock. Yeah. Pause it. Pause it. Pause um, it. Just, just shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out to Cam and Mace. Pause it. <laughs> word, word, word. Okay. Well, we're going to hit, we're going to hit it. We're going to hit, uh, you know, <laughs> I hit this one because, you know, this ain't Cam or Mace, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. what else we got, Move? Well, we got to go through the, you know, abridged history, I would say, of the notable or most notable uses of this sample. I'm just going to say, you you said it, you know, it's a money sample. It is, you know, it, it makes things better. Okay, it makes One of the mini better. from Willie Hutch. Jeez. Yeah, yes. man. I mean, we could do a whole, look, he's got a whole lot of shit, you know? Was yes. that uh, Stay Fly by 3-6 that we did? Not Willie Hutch? I think it was. It was Willie Hutch. It was. And, and I Choose You. Not Willie Hutch? Yes, that's yeah, Willie and Hutch. Not just, yes. Woo. Not just that, but uh, what's the other joint from Willie Hutch? International Players Anthem? You know what? What's that? I mean, it's the same sample, but yeah. International Players Anthem. Yeah, that's, that's the same sample as I Choose You. Oh, it's that. It's the All right, this is a much more obscure Willie Hutch sample, but if you know... The Murs and Ninth Wonder albums on Murray's Revenge, the song Dream Chaser is a Willie Hutch sample. Amazing flip. We'll hear a Ninth Wonder Willie Hutch flip later on, but we're not going to start there. We're going to go chronologically. We got to start with Ready to Die from the album Ready to Die by the Notorious B.I.G. Oh, that is. uh, Okay, nice. All right. Cool. Let's get it. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. You ready, motherfucker? We gonna kill your ass. I'm ready. As I grab the Glock, put it to your headpiece. Run in the chamber, the safety is off. Release straight at your dome. Holmes, I wanna see cabbage. Ziggy Small the Savage. When your brain cells must damage uh, Teflon is the material for the imperial Mike Ripper, girl stripper, the Henny Sipper I drop lyrics off and on like a light switch Quick to grab the right bitch and make her drive the cue uh, 45 blocks and checks are expected when I wreck shit Respect is collected, so check it I got techniques stripping out my butt cheeks Sleep on my stomach <laughs> so I don't fuck up my sheets uh, My shit is deep Deeper than my grave, G I'm ready to die and nobody can save me Fuck the world, fuck my moms and my girl My life is played out like a Jerry girl I'm ready to die So you hear it especially in the beginning They're sampling, I guess, what we uh, nailed down as an organ mm-hmm. From that track But yeah. they're really distorting it, kind of doing their own thing with another sample as well on there. And yep. I remember quick, can I say something about, about, about this Biggie track? About Ready to Die? Go. No, go ahead, Moose. I'll, I'll, I'll follow up. Okay. Um, this is a seven plus for me, that Ready to Die. Mm. If I go back to my rating mm. on the ready to die review from what was that season five three well, i don't remember at this point 
You like Still Shining but, better than Ready to Die. I think I would agree with. Yeah, no, I, I do. I, I do like this true. one better than Ready to Die, and this is, you know, the record we're on right now. This is Still Shining by Mob Deep, and you know, this is two years after Ready to Die. Okay, right. wait, real quick, real uh, quick, here we go. real quick, real quick. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on, hold on. Now I wanted to, I wanted to say, I, I gotta say this because Pac is my favorite. Um. To me, and I think to a lot of other people, this is an example. This song, Ready to Die, is an example of Biggie being around Pac and soaking up, uh, you know, a little bit of Pac's whatever um, and, you know, adding it to his, you know, to his thing. Because this is a, to me, and I think to a lot of people, this is a very Pac-like song. Um Ready well, yeah, die. Pac was known uh, for grappling with mortality and the idea of death and his own death. And I can see that, especially around that time. You know what I'm saying? Me against the world, um, you know, time. So a year later, the only fear death and all these. Yeah, the only uh, he got a couple, you know, not a couple more than a couple of songs around that time that, you know, Biggie being around Pac. May, basically, what I'm saying is that this is this made Biggie a better MC. Um being around someone like that to be able to, you know, pick up a couple of, of jewels about how to present your, you know, present present your present yourself in, in different forms of work. So um shout out to Pop. Just, you know, just putting that out there. My number one. <laughs> All right. Word. You know, iron sharpens iron, as they say. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um Well, here we go. This is uh the record of the hour. This is still shining by I feel like a radio host. This is the record of the hour. Still shining <laughs> by my beat. Shop a motherfucking pack. Yo. Yo, to all my niggas uncivilized, civilized. We cook the shake, move the weight across the tri state. The jokes niggas bring the shook about the crook type. Special deliver, sending shots through your act bigger. My infamous mom get on a job. The truth gets revealed like the W4. Some shiesty New York niggas, thirsty for cheddar. You shining, you get your juice taken with your heel sweater. Keeping these rap fans like crack fiends until we re up and put more infamous upon the rap scene. Mix the coke rounds with pieces like baking soda. Albums of G-Packs selling cross bar waters. My mom pits is like dime bricks. Satisfaction, guarantee real shit. Rapinoid, we meet you at the top, kid. And once we all on top, ain't no stopping it. I'm headstrong and peace with myself like Islam. Stupid, a hundred niggas form around me. Like force field, pull out and use gun like shield. The crew is worldwide. To think we started from the hill. Beware of quiet niggas laying in the cut. Patiently watching, waiting for a come up. Get the spots up. We rob land like white man. Plans to overthrow your whole shit while shaking your hand. Motherfucker, up the ladder of success with text. We build and destroy. Still shining, still climbing. Up the ladder of success with text. We build and destroy. Still shining, still climbing. Nine six to the motherfucking year two G. The mob got it locked with the master keys. Word life combination to the safest song. Get that loop, motherfucker. Spread love when you want. The forty first got the heat for them niggas that thirst. Yes, the fine nine shine. Put that ass in line. Regulate. I'm only here just to take what's mine. My click of bond. Dangerous minds. Don't bust the outline. That's that's good shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I will say this because you know we, we're at the song. 
Yeah. Um, so remember in part one, Mules, we were playing the uh, the excerpt from the autobiography, the audiobook. Of yes. It. And he was talking about uh, Big Noid, you know, kind of being impatient and, and linking up and kind of seeking a deal somewhere else. I'm guessing the line, Rapper Noid, we meet you at the top, kid, is in reference to that? Mm, Maybe, but that. it's also just like he was in a shout out. There, I thought it was just so. a shout out. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was just okay. not referencing that. Okay. It could have, yeah, been like, you know, knowing the context of what was going on at the time, it could be like, hey, you know, we see you, we still got love for you. We'll right, see you no at bad boy, like, hey, we'll see you at the top, right. Right, and that's okay. kind that, of what yeah. he yeah, expressed that in that makes sense. He was saying, you know, he was impatient and he should have waited, but like, you know, he I understood why he did what he did because, you know, he felt like he was just kind of waiting in the wings. Word, word. So, you know, this is also What's something I want to mention. What's yeah. that, Kenny? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I wanted to address something that you were asking me earlier about this record. Because mm-hmm. you were saying, like, why do you think it's the least grimy song on the album? For sure. So yeah, yeah. I have two reasons. Number one, the Willie Hutch sample. It just, to me, like, can't be. It, it's too, it's too soulful. You know what I mean? To be grimy. <sighs> The way that some of these like film samples and the piano samples are like grimy, grimy, like bleak, hopeless. Um, So in the music, I'm not getting as much grime and the chorus of the record. Like, here's the thing about inspirational, as I call them, mob deep songs. Let's talk about win or lose, right? Mm. Win or lose is what I'd call like an inspirational mob deep song. But you know, even within an inspirational mob deep song, they might be talking about shooting people and stuff like that. It's going to still have yeah. a degree of that like criminality yeah. to it. So they don't make That's corny true. records, you know, they're not going to just change up their whole steez for one song, but within their catalog yeah. of grimy records, I think that they have some records that are actually, yeah, they're like kind of grimy. If you focus on like the lyricism in the verses, but the tone of the music, the like feeling that's expressed or the sentiment that's expressed in the chorus. If it's something that's like, you know, here I go again, whether I win or lose, but losing ain't an option girl or, you know, up the ladder of success with text, we build and destroy, still shining, still climbing. Sure. It's kind of like guys being dudes. What's better than this? Like the whole team's winning. <laughs> That's the type of record you know, this is to me. So, you know, this is a grimy album one, in general. One, Everything comes with like a degree of grime, but this is the least grimy to me. Okay. All right. I got a couple of things I want to say. <clears throat> one, on America's Nightmare, We Up is the one that's like the most yes. like, like inspirational. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I fuck with that with Heavy. And Havoc is, Havoc kills it on that Morning Prodigy, but that's another discussion for another day. Um, with uh, with this one, can you can we agree on this? Is this the most gutter, the most grimy flip of this sample? Can we at least agree on uh, at least agree on that? Absolutely, not even. A I agree. Right, cool. I agree. I'm good. There's a the because I'm cool. I'm looking at what's to come, and I'm just like, yeah, each one of these other ones is going for something different. 
And the last one, I wouldn't describe as grimy, even if it's the closest, I guess, to this one in terms of tone. But we'll get to it. There's a specific. You mean the last song on the album? Is that what you mean? No, the last song of archival in the folder that I have for this one. Oh, okay, okay. All right, all right. I'm sorry. All right, go ahead, Mel. Yeah, it's good. No, I was just gonna say there's a specific reason this is the grimiest one to me. Um, in other flips, if you notice on Still Shining, it's just a oh, it never resolves. Right, right. And that's a very mournful part. Yeah. And in other ones, we get to that. Other parts of the gonna make you oh, yeah. when we play that master yeah, ace yeah, later yeah. on, like yeah. it, it, we get that yeah. that resolution it's in the melody. That, right? This There's is so just tension oh, here in the right. in the yeah, flick. right right right. They they go with the tensest the part. Have it right yeah. right yeah. Grimy gutter, just dark bleak. Like yeah, QB, so you get QB, that part of QB, the sample. Bro. Hey, you mm-hmm. know, gunshot for him. Okay, yeah. So, Havoc will always be underrated, no matter how many people point out like the stuff he okay. does on this album Whoa, and the infamous. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop the presses because I, I got I gotta mention this because I gotta talk to my guys about this. All right, so this is an exclusive, uh, by the way, too. The next, so the next episode that's about to come out of the So What's the Scenario show, uh, the first scenario that gets put out and i want to hear you guys opinion on this because i was i was i knew i'm not even going to tell you my opinion so the question was you know um the swatch award for the best ear for beats goes to all right best ear for beats okay shit Mm -hmm. i have to figure out who that who the third person was because that 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 Okay, so let me say, let me tell you this. So while I boot this up, best ear for beats. The first pick was Travis Scott. Okay. (laughs) Okay. No comment. No comment. Wow. Okay, so that already tells me what I need to know because this was a travesty to me. Um, I'm building the suspense because I'm trying to load this up. No pun intended. The second, <laughs> the second one, uh, shit. Let me. I'm gonna pull this up. Uh, wait, do you guys hear that? You guys don't hear that, do you? Uh, you guys you heard some of mine, and it was it was my dad upstairs. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, hold on one second. Hold on. Uh, that's not it. All right. It's so it was. Are you looking for that? I'm going to just say was, Travis Scott. It's it's hit or miss and mostly miss. OK, you know what? Um, yeah. You know what? Uh, Mules, can you play the last archive archival? And I'm going to um, I'll, I'll come back to this. OK, cool. But yeah, I was saying, then, I think I I personally think like, let's say Havoc was not an MC in Mob Deep, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say he was just a producer and either he was just producing for prodigy solo or there was another rapper in the group, but havoc was the producer and any beat that was ever attributed to havoc was still is part of the catalog. Right. Mm -hmm. I think he'd get a lot more respect, but I think because he is in the minds of like the casuals, I feel like he's one half of mob deep. 
You know the thing about Havoc? Mob Deep doesn't have... Their biggest hit was probably Quiet Storm that Havoc produced. Yes. Win or Lose is probably their biggest hit, and Alchemist produced that. Havoc doesn't have any hits, which is why he doesn't get the... Uh, yes, he does. He has Why by Jadakiss. I think that's Jada's cool biggest point. song. That's good. That's a great point. That's a great point. He did Real Friends by Kanye, which wasn't a hit, but He any... did Real Friends? Yes, he did yeah, do Real any Friends. Con- any Kanye... Um, you couldn't hear the echo on those drums. Well, no. Now that you pointed out, yeah, I can totally hear it. But like, I didn't. I didn't know that was a that a wasn't a hit record. But like, it, Kanye was still musically relevant and doing well enough at the time that that's like a good production placement for him. That's the thing; he's underrated. I don't think people know he did. Uh, this is how we live for okay. Styles P. All right, Moose. Name another hit though. Name and I have to go through the Wikipedia. I don't think he has. I another gotta go one. through the Wikipedia. Why is his only is his only hit? So which is you know he doesn't get the notoriety that he deserves. But I think <clears throat> I think he's one of the havoc producer. He, he, he's he's arguably in anybody's top ten best hip hop producers list. I gotta pull this up. Okay, so this is like the stuff that he's done that I don't think people realize that he's done because it's just like major label shit, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, he did um, production on the recovery album by Eminem track 17 untitled, not a hit, but he did uh, the intro to welcome or what is it? Hell, the sequel Eminem and Royce to five, nine, like he gets major placements. The songs aren't hits Mm -hmm. that he gets placements. Right. Right. Uh, I'm looking at like, yeah, Life of Pablo. He co-produced Famous and Real Friends. And, you know, he's been active lately, especially in 2021. I don't know if you ever heard that album he did with Styles P, but uh, yeah, there's some beats I on did. there that almost sound like throwback Havoc beats from this era. It was a, it was a couple. It was I got to go back to that. It was a couple of couple sprinkles in there. Yeah, I go back to that one. Let's see. Yeah, see, he did, like, Fully Loaded Clip and Curtis 187 on Curtis, like, street joints, you know? Ooh, Fully Loaded Clip is a nice one. Um, see, but, like I said, compared to street Tim. Compared, yeah, compared to Tim, compared to Swiss, compared to Just, compared to, you know, compared to, you know, Dre, compared to whoever else you can name. Havoc's, Havoc's a, a second tier because he doesn't have that hit. But for me personally... That's what I'm saying. For me you know personally, yeah. Just with, let's let's take the uh, chart stuff out of it and just look at quality. Like, Jeez. yeah, t- like I I don't like. There are some people that you name there that like do have comparable work, but like not many producers have the infamous and hell on earth. No, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Plus other shit with people. It's not like Absolutely. he worked exclusively with, you know, Mob Deep or just the QB people. Absolutely. And I do think that there's kind of a narrative that, like, after Hell on Earth, you know, Havoc's beats fell off because they didn't sound mm-hmm. like the infamous Hell on Earth era. And I think that that's bullshit. Nah, I don't. No, nah, I don't agree with that at all. 
See, but the I mean, thing got it. Twi- he did got it twisted. No, see, and, and I, you know, it's so funny that you say that because as I was looking up a beat that I thought he did, the alchemist did it. Alchemist, and and yeah. and, and, and the alchemist, you know, you know, birth and you know, emergence stepped on Havoc's brilliance because Alchemist learned from him and Alchemist Alchemist got busy. <laughs> and Yeah, and Alchemist, I was saying, is the only other producer, well, Sid Rome's as well, if you want to look at some of like the prodigy stuff that he was doing with them. But in terms of Mob Deep, Alchemist was the only person who could truly pick up slack from Havoc. For sure, and, and he when was, you he listen was, to the album, you didn't automatically know who did what. Sometimes you did. Exactly. But sometimes you exactly. were like, "I'm not sure." I exactly. got you. The other part of that is that he was he was lockstep with Prodigy. I, I go yes. back to the yes. to the to the to the uh, the hold me down, you know, video with him spitting the spitting in the, the studio. Shit. Exactly, yep. and it's like, yo, that type of synergy. You know, what I'm saying, if you got somebody like that, you can get, you can go crazy, and I see why. That P went crazy because you know what I'm saying he had somebody like that in his corner that could just he, and he did when you hear him. that right or, or when you hear the I think it's called. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What was mm-hmm. that on America's Nightmare? Yeah, my That's favorite just joint. Crazy. My favorite joint on that is the joint with Jadakiss. What's the name? I, of think, that I don't know who did that. Um, it's called um, ah, what's it called? Yeah. One of ours, part two. One Havoc. of ours, yeah, yeah, one of ours, which I think Havoc, Havoc produced. One. Yeah, Havoc did that one. Yep. Alchemist so did four beats on that album, three technically. He did Win mm-hmm. or Lose, When You Hear the, Got It Twisted, and the Got It Twisted remix, all fucking bangers. Like, yeah, got it twisted. not Ooh, a miss crazy. from Alchemist. Yeah, Got It Twisted was crazy. <laughs> got It Twisted was crazy. Well, I forgot about this, the fucking Little John record on there. Oh yeah, that was one too. That was a that was a decent one. That was a decent Red one. Red Spider, Lil John, and Kanye West. Yo, I say that. Credit. Yo, that was low key because when I when I went back and did my research and did my homework, that kind of you know fell as far as rankings. But now that you that was say, a single. Man, yeah, they had some joints on there, man. That was that was the beginning of my senior year of, 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 of playing football for the last time, man. Listening to that album, man, it was uh. It was a, it was it was it was crazy listening to that during that time. We got much more archival, not much more. We got four more. Mm. And the next person up is Moby Mel. Uh, wasn't he supposed to uh, Wait, let Moby, go because it was Moby, over? Moby the um, the okay. bald man. Yeah. Okay. The bald man. All right. Is this yeah. techno? No. Nobody Moby, listens to techno. Moby, first of all, didn't make techno. <laughs> okay? For hey, I'm just keeping it hip-hop, all right? I, I was told he, look, he by a white hip-hop. man. He, he, he fucking he lost his marbles on Hib 50, okay? <laughs> you got to trust Mobo. This bald right. vegan did nothing to nobody, all right? And this is uh, from 1999, so it was before... Eminem informed him it was over. Okay. Well, this, this is, is uh, if things were perfect. All right. Let's uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. 
That's one of those, uh, you know, no, linguistic. He's rapping. That he, man was. Eminem was threatened. All right, he was threatened. <laughs> he heard these beats. He heard Eminem that white was man rapping. By Christina Aguilera. <laughs> and he was just thinking, I gotta get him out of here. Let's lie. Tell people he made techno, and nobody's gonna miss this motherfucker. S- speaking of white people like Moby, I just want to say that was an example of black speech and how two different tones can mean two different things. Because to go from I Moby. I Moby, like yeah. it's, it's the same sentence, but it means two different things. Yeah, I mean, so he, he he overdid it. He overdid it. He, overdid he started, it. you know, that yeah. that walking in the in the winter, uh, <laughs> walking in the winter at two in the morning flow. Okay, yeah, that was the Bobby Altoff <laughs> flow back in the day. That's oh, what shit. he was doing. Oh shit, he was just—it's that you know supposed to be a disaffected kind of malaise. Mm. that he's portraying there uh look moby uh you've got better records i'm not gonna front though that that actually sounds like something i would listen to just not in a hip-hop context like the disaffected thing is kind of fly to me but but not in this current moment hold up i got i got moby's got like a nine with me bro i'm not even gonna lie to you i gotta find this shit he got he got a 10 with me moby yeah he has a 10 with me yes if it's the same song, Mules and Kenny if, don't connect, but it, if, it might. we might as well. If you guys haven't heard this song, then you need to hear this song right now. Mel, can you hit the dealer for the song by Moby called In This World featuring no, Jennifer Price? It's not that song. But let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Because if you haven't... Wait, before you do that, have you heard When It's Cold, I Would Like to Die? When it's cold, I would like to die. Yes. No. Wow. No, okay. grab that from the dealer as well. Yes. Woo. It's on. It's on Sopranos. Sopranos is where I heard it. It's a scene uh, where um, the main character, I forget his name, is in a is, is in a coma. Um. Wow. Um. Okay. Tony? Shot. Yeah. Shout out to um, my brother in law. My brother-in-law, uh, he passed away in 2012. Oh man, um, sorry, from, from 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 asthma. So when when I hear this song, I, I think of him. Um, it's yeah, woo, it's yeah, it's 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 a ten for sure, bro. Bros. All right, let me see. <laughs> we got a nine and a ten on the way as we take a brief, uh, rad tangential <laughs> diversion here. I love uh, it into the world of Look. Moby. I'm so excited that I get to be a part of one of these like meanders. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody should experience it once. So you see how easy it is to fall into. I, I wonder sometimes the listeners like, man, these niggas 
Hey, stay on top. Listen, you get in the flow of real conversation, and exactly, this is what happens. Man. We're providing so, real content. You know what I'm saying? That's right. what I, real content. That's, again, that's what I stand on always is, you know what I'm saying, people that is trying to contribute something substantial to what's going on and not just adding the same shit. Because that's what's happening. You know right, what a mean? lot of adding to the noise. Yeah. And, and it's not like, a lot of insane amount of work to try to create something unique and because bros this shit is work yes you know what i'm saying i look we, listen we I, broke it down kenny we it's, i have good news we're not making jail wages as i had previously noted uh that would be like a 35 no we're making we thought we were making slave wages we've we've come up from slave wages to jail like prison work no, we're out of prison, Mel. We're just not in. We're in. Uh, we're we're getting um, a little slightly above prison wages, but no other. There's no one else who would offer this wage, so maybe we're just good boys in the prison. Come on, brother. Yeah. Well, it, it's, I mean, look, it's y'all. Listen, the 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 stamp of extreme podcasting. You know what I'm saying is 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 a rap rankings logo. That's the stamp, right? I know how much work that that takes physically. <laughs> um, I'm gonna just tell you this: we got about you know our episodes are about 40 minutes to an hour. It takes. I I kind of just did the math today because we're trying to release this episode, which I'm 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 gonna talk about that has to deal with prodigy. Um, but it take I I kind of did the math. It takes about um an hour to do 10 minutes. Of just cutting it, and it's, and it's and talk it's a, about yeah, that content life. It's That's an like hour episode, time. Yeah. right? This is an hour episode. It takes me a week just to cut it. Then I gotta throw the graphics and shit on top of it, and all this other shit. Like, yo, who better than us? <laughs> so I gotta say, oh man, all right. Well, hey. To lead in the who better than us in this world by Moby. Okay. Mm, mm, so let's get it. Let's get it. Let's let's see. Lord, it don't leave me I've heard this. Lord, it don't leave me Maybe the best ball white man flipping samples 
Next to uh, Noah Forty Shaviv. Oh, you haven't heard what Triple H has been cooking up in the Performance Center? Oh, please. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just interested to know what sample that is, but you know, we could save that for for another day. for the movie review. Yeah. Yeah. All right, All right. So well, we got, got this other Moby joint. Right. Yeah, Eminem's looking crazy right now. <laughs> yeah, prepare yourselves for this, man. Uh, shout out to uh, shout out to Devere. Um, yeah, again, he passed away at 27 um, of, of asthma. I it, I watched it happen. Um, so you know it's uh, you know it's uh, it is what it is, man. Um, so yeah, go ahead and play it. This goes out to him. Just telling you on the phone earlier today. This is the year of emotions on rap rankings. I don't know what's going on, but it's the year of emotions. Okay. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That 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 that's that's a yeah. That's a ten for me, man. I don't know about y'all, but man, I'm a <clears throat> dang you. <laughs> You got you got you you got to go to the Sopranos uh, episode 
of that um, to see the significance. Uh, that's where I first heard it. And I was like, oh, wow. And it happened around the same time that that happened, that I was watching the, the show for the first time. Um, so, yeah, it was crazy. All right. Moves. Hey, man. That's not techno. No, it's, it's not. not <laughs> no, it's definitely not no, techno. No, it's not techno at all. Yeah. Eminem so, was yeah, just let's intimidated. Put, let's put some respect on Moby's name, even when he, if he, you know, his, his rapping leaves a little bit to be desired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will always put respect on Moby's name for that. Let's put respect on Master Ace's name. This Ooh, is my favorite. Let's get it. This is my, I don't know if it's my favorite flip necessarily. Maybe it is. It's my favorite song that flips this. Okay. Respectable. Okay. Respectable. Definitely. I gave this an eight plus back in season zero when we reviewed I'm Long Hot Summer. Mad at that. I'm not mad at that. So still shines an A minus. Still shines an A minus. Uh what's this called again? I forget. Good old love. Good old love is an A plus. Okay. Produced by Ninth Wonder. And like, yeah. look. This is uh this is a fucking amazing record, man. Yes, okay. definitely, definitely, definitely. I oh wait, shout out to shout out to and you y'all let me know when y'all first heard this. Uh, w shit, I forget the name of the station, but it was a it was a radio station in Baltimore. Um, uh, it it was strictly hip hop. It was a it was a Friday night show that I used to listen to, and I think actually, uh, Kill shout to Kill. Kill was Mr. a part Kill. of the show. Yeah, he was a mm. part of the show. Um, it's, where, it's where I first heard this first heard this song. Um yeah, so uh shout out shout out to them, shout out to that show and shout out to Mass Ace. Alright, here we go. Give me some of that good old love. Gonna show me some love, listen And I'm not talking about the fake hugs and kissing In 15 years, a lot of love is missing I done already showed I'm not above the dissing I'ma take what I'm old, won't wait till I'm old The game got rules when y'all break in the code Y'all don't really think I could be hot in the club I think I'm washed up like I got in the tub But I'm keeping it popping, the streets watching I'm keeping them locked in the beat knocking Hear me coming with this song that I brung in Daddy O told me this when I was a youngin Ain't nothing like hip-hop music That's why we choose it And the world just can't refuse it This shit is underground like a gopher Show a little love for it's over Gotta be the real thing Something you can feel thing Come on, let me make you sing Give me that good old love Gotta be the real thing you can feel things. Come on, let me make you sing. Let me put y'all on like a bulb in a socket. In the club, niggas knock it with a dub in the pocket. They walk in the store, I love when they cop it. Make you other rappers struggle to top it. But this man that flip is crazy. Who is that on the hook? Good question, because it's not Master Ace. The hook is what makes the song for me. That gotta be the real thing. That's come on, man. You can feel the thing. Shit, that come hook on, is. Let me make you sing. Yeah, that second. Come on, let me make you sing. <laughs> Woo! Kill that shit. Yes. 
The first time I heard that was either when I heard the album for the first time, or it was on one of those spitkicker.com next spit mixtapes. And I heard it there. Yeah, maybe, or like right when the album came out, and then like I got the album shortly after. But I have so much nostalgia with that album. Mm. A lot of albums that came out in like that window. What year is that? That was 04. 04. But I'd say like probably any rap album that came out within like the window of (laughs) 01, 02 until like 06. I have like a lot of nostalgia for because those were the years that I started taking things more seriously and like really diving deep into it, you know? Those those exact years, about 01 to about 05, 06, yeah. Yeah. That was, I, I always liked rap, but like those were the years that things became like kind of an obsession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I started getting, uh, you know, like in that time period into different internet rap communities. Exactly. exactly. And I'm learning more and more. For me, all hip hop was, was, was the place. I was on OK Player, Spit Kicker, Boxed In, All Hip Hop, S-O-H-H. Nike Talk. I got to shout out Nike Talk. Nike the Nike Talk, Talk was, forums. Yeah, definitely Nike right? Talk. So, yeah, there were places like that, too, where, like, it's not explicitly a rap forum, but there are people on the forum that discuss rap. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the, to the, to the, uh, the communities, the threads. Yeah. That, was the before, forums. that was before the blogs. You know, um, uh, it's the real just did a um, recently did a, a a blog podcast, but this should be a, a you know hip hop community podcast. So I don't know what you would call that, but like, you know the all hip hop just message boxes. boards, really. Me- exactly, that's what it is. Message boards, yeah. The it message was all boards. the different rap message boards, yeah. yeah that all kind of had their own cultures. Some of them had cultures yeah. that intertwined with one another. Like a lot of people exactly. would be on one, would be on the other. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But that was really where I cut my teeth. And I learned a lot, you know, like growing up in New York, you get only really that perspective. Who's going to tell you about, well, funny enough, the guy who told me about UGK, which I probably said this in the Ride and Dirty review, he was a pharmacist that worked at the CVS I worked at. And he went to school. He grew up in like Texas and went to school at Tulane. And like he soaked up all of that and brought it to New York with him. So he's telling me about, bro, the Southern way, not even riding dirty. He's telling me, yo, man, you got to find the Southern way. I'm like, the what? Yeah, the first one. Yeah. 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 So he was putting me onto that. Willie D, what was it? Controversy, the album with Ball Headed Ho on it. (laughs) Yes. Where the fuck am I getting that in 2004 in New York, if not for someone coming up from down south and putting me onto it or a message board? Okay, look. I know Eight Ball and MJG is message board. Like, who the fuck yeah. is showing me that? Real quick, there's a mail. Listen, this is a little bit before your time, um, <laughs> but when I around '05, there was a dude I didn't even know. I forget how I even linked up with him, but I used to hit him up on AIM, um, and he would lace me with all the DJ screw shit, all of it. Like he would just send mm-hmm. it over to AIM. 
and I would download all of it, and I ha- I still have it to this day. Straight late, I, he was from Houston. He had he had everything. Shout out to you, whoever, wherever you are, bro. But like, <laughs> like no, this, I know crazy. I know about downloading stuff from AIM. I didn't download yeah. gigabytes of music off of AIM. Uh, I. <laughs> I won't say who, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we have a pretty good idea. Mm. <laughs> Bonito and Rosado fourteen. Fourteen, yeah. Okay. <sighs> Speaking of that, I need to know who this deal is, but we can we can talk about that later. Oh, the deal. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can put it in the chat style, no? Yeah, yeah. As long as you <laughs> don't say it out loud, we don't want to bore. Of course, spot, of course but, uh, not, man. You know, what I mean, we don't give up our connects. Come on, yeah. There it is. That's it's the in the caster chat. That's the dealer. Right. Cool, cool. Yeah. Did you think that was the dealer? Or like did you have I've, a suspicion that that was maybe the dealer? I had no idea. But I've uh, heard now, now that I see it, I've heard of it. Oh, uh, let yeah. me tell you something. To say that it it's it's thriving in twenty twenty three is an understatement. It may be more thriving now than it was in like the peak of shit like this. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse thinks it's no problem to say it out loud. But we got to keep uh, the spot. We got to keep the spot it's for, low because it's forgotten. It's forgotten. It's you it's forgotten, it. but you know yeah. what? They've shut everything else down at this point. They have. We, they have. We can't risk the last once this gets listen, shut down, it is over, listen, boys. Okay? Listen, like Jeezy said, if you get jammed up, don't let you on <laughs> <laughs> so this is a whisper network only style gotcha. of the of, of the dealer and his trap house. We got mm-hmm. two more here in the archival folder, and uh, these are more recent, I'd say. Although one of them is like, "Fuck, I guess you'd start calling this an old school hip hop song soon." Rick Ross, "Tears of Joy" featuring CeeLo. Whoa, 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 Tears of Joy is a get me some of that good old love sample? It is. Oh my God. That is my yeah. favorite Rick Ross song. How did I not know? How did I not think about this? CeeLo, shout out to CeeLo. An underrated MC. Should I be agree. on my should be on my top 25. I gotta reevaluate that to fit CeeLo in there somewhere. I think I did already. Shouldn't um, but, have ever stopped rapping. Yeah. You know yeah. he rapped this year. Let me know where, because... The DJ Muggs Soul Assassins 3 album. All right, I'll check that out. All right, well, Yo, uh, his, joy. his first solo album, I like both of his first two solo albums, the uh, CeeLo Green and his Perfect Imperfections, and then the other one was The Soul Machine. Uh-huh. That Perfect Imperfections is a personal classic for me. Goody Mob Soul Food is my second favorite hip hop album of all time. Oh, listen, Soul Food and Still Standing, those are both getting main lines yeah. on the show. Okay, once Soul, yeah, we, yeah, I gotta be on the Soul Food one, the whole thing. Gotta be on the Soul Food one. Wow, Jesse style. Yes, gotta be. Soul Food is my second favorite hip hop album of all time. <clears throat> I was I was thinking, you know, tears of joy. So, yeah, tears of joy. I and mean, I read something about soul food recently. Like somebody was 
talking about, oh, it's not actually that unhealthy because this is like, listen, listen, listen. It's we, very unhealthy. We all love soul food. It's okay to admit it's unhealthy. But it's very unhealthy. Yeah. Uh, tears of joy. All right, y'all. Get ready to cry happily. Woo! You know we, do? we are going to defend ourselves because Huey P. Newton says that power... Power is the ability to define phenomena and make it act in a desired manner. Power is the ability to define phenomena and make it act in a desired manner. So, if we have the ability to define it, the only next thing to do is get organized. Get organized. So when a pig walks up to you, or a pig gets a job with the people, You'll be so organized, you'll be learning some tactics, you'll be learning some revolutionary principles, you'll be having some guns hit out somewhere, you have some proper tactics. That when the pig gets to jive with you, the pig gets wrong, you whoop your guns out on him, blow him away, and then you have the ability, in fact, you have made that pig act in a desired manner. <laughs> This is Willie Hush, of course. Smoking a fast spliff in a brand new Benz, no ID on the track. Let, Let the story, story begin. Begin. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Looking in the mirror, but I don't see much. Still running the streets, so I don't sleep much. Watching the snakes so they don't creep up. But the way I'm getting this money, niggas can't keep up. Niggas can't keep up Niggas got beef but it can't be much I'm still walking through the crowds like I can't be touched Top back all black, Gretzky pup Ice skate a little later might let me fuck Damn, she, she might, might let, let me fuck, fuck. <laughs> Last night I cried tears of joy What did I do to deserve this? Vacheron on my wrist a year ago I didn't even know the bitches exist Quarter milli for the motherfucker uh. No insurance on a motherfucker. Uh, Damn life a bitch. Woo! But, but I you gotta, gotta keep, keep away. away. He's open door, so I gotta keep it safe. Everybody know that I'm a lot of people threat. Biggest smalls in the flesh. Living like after my death. Yesterday I read my horoscope. Tell me, Lord, will I be poor and broke? Tell me, Lord, will I be dealing dope? I wanna take my mama to the poor and low. But only Lord knows. I don't want him here, see well. I don't want him here, see well. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, that's a so joint. There's only one more left that's notable mm-hmm. for this sample, and it's Nipsey Hussle, the late, great Nipsey Hussle, Blue uh, Laces rest in too. Peace. Oh, and my I gotta God. Say, so, like, Willie Hush, what did you do this, to hip hop? This is an interesting <laughs> thing that I was thinking about this week when Ooh. I was putting all this together. It was like, you know what? I picked the, the right I think one. About it, I picked the right one, man. You picked I the picked right the one right for one. sure. <laughs> I'm glad. I mean, there was archival on Bloodsport, but just a 10 minute clip from his book, which is great, but you know, not music. Yeah, yeah. So you Rest picked the right one. And I was thinking about Nipsey. I was thinking about P, especially like 
you know, as he's talking about in that book, some of the things that were going on with him in this era, like, you know, starting to read Dr. York and become, you know, like a little more, uh, I would say, you know, conspiratorial in his thinking. And I think as well, like maybe more pro black, you especially get that in, you know, some of the peace stuff in the two thousands, but you know, him and Nipsey, like low key, you know, they still have, as I was saying, like with this being an inspirational mob deep record, basically like Nipsey's another guy whose music is also very inspirational, but sometimes he's, you know, dabbling in the gangsta shit that like comes with the package. It's not corny inspirational. You had that three part call about the little Dirk and J Cole record. This is not that. Like, there's always a level of credibility, even within the motivational stuff, the conscious stuff, the conspiratorial stuff, you know, and, and it's a lot of knowledge of self and, you know, just confidence, really, you know? Yeah, so, man. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, that 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 element led to his demise. Um, very, very unfortunate. Nipsey is my top 15 uh, figure rapper of all time. We Prodigy is eight. So, um, you know. Nipsey. I just never, I never thought about them as like being. I didn't until you said in it. Anyway, yeah, I didn't until you said it, but it make it makes sense now that you said it. So yeah, this is Nipsey. Uh, this is Blue Laces Two from Victory Lap, and it's the last song to notably use the sample. R.P. to Nipsey. R.I.P. Second verse run, Mel. Let that no, second up? verse let it run. Let it run. They killed Dr. Sebi, he was teaching hell. I fuck with Rick Ross, cause he teaching well. Dropped out of school, I'ma teach myself. Made my first meal on my own. I don't need your help. All black time four. See special wave. City council meeting, they got hustle speaking. Billion dollar project about to crack the semen. So one of our investments has become strategic Summer 018, man, such a season 
About to make my partners look like fucking genius We was in the regal, it was me and Stevie We done took a dream and turned it to a scene Anything I wanted, everything I needed Gotta pace yourself, it's all about your brain Can have it all, it's all about your race I done took my name and carved it in the cement So Kenny, I want to remind you, you put a pin in that thought about the best beat selection. You brought up Travis Scott. I said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. no comment, which is basically hell no yeah, uh, yeah. in mules, mules and ease. And uh, you wanted to put a pin in it and address it at the end of the audio stuff. So yeah, where let's are we at with that? Okay. So the, the scenario again to to to, to uh, remind everyone the the swatch award for the best ear for beats the first selection was kodak black now mind you let me let me backtrack these are two queens engineers two queens engineers one of them one of them has a queen the shirt says queens um and the other one is also you know queens heavy knows Nicki minaj blah 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 um so the selections are Kodak Black, mm-hmm. Travis Scott, Prodigy. Both of these, though, so the person who read the scenario gets to pick who's the who's the winner. He picks Travis Scott. And the and the producer who he came with, who's also a guest on the show. So shout out to Bully and shout out to Tiz. This is episode seven. Of the so what's the scenario show, which should be out once I finish it. I don't that's probably sometime next week. I can't really give you an answer because it's just kind of crazy right now. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, so both of them agreed, both of them being from Queens, that Travis Scott should win this scenario. And we get deep into it because I was appalled to hear this. It's with, with Prodigy, Prodigy wasn't even the card that I put down. But seeing Prodigy was like, oh, that's an automatic one for me. Uh, and, and it should be automatic. Yeah, with, with, without question. Right. And it should be an automatic win for these two engineers who are from Queens. So the conversation goes into, because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not buying this shit. So I'm like, yo, so you're telling me that, you I'll know. T- Kenny, I'll take it one further. <laughs> okay. I've never listened to Kodak Black, like a whole project, right? I've heard him before, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, when the Surrealist was like petitioning to get a Kodak Black mainline review, I skimmed uh, at the time his most recent album. I don't know if it still is. He's like back for everything. And okay. I skimmed painting pictures. He okay. has better beat selection than Travis Scott. He hops wow. on more interesting off kilter sounding beats to me that are less like overproduced sounding. I don't like Travis Scott's production, period. So to to add on to that, um, you know, these these engineers were basing their opinion off of the fact that Travis Scott is a quote unquote producer, which I'm not necessarily sure is 100 percent true. Right. Right. I mean, you know, he might add shit here and there, but I wouldn't qualify him as a pro- producer. A but lot they, of his they, dopest beats, I went and checked, and I'm like, oh, this is a Wonder Girl beat with a Travis Scott co-production. Right. So they, so, so the, so of course I'm like, what the fuck is the hottest Travis Scott beat? And they say Sicko Mode, and I'm like, first of all, he didn't. I looked it up. He didn't produce Sicko Mode solely. 
Um, and secondly, isn't that Alan Ritter? No, it's uh, I, I had to look it up again, but it's 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 a known producer. Okay. Um, uh, I know the second part is Take Heath. So yes, Take Heath is the one I was thinking about. Um, anyway, um, so I'm like, so of course I asked, and y'all, you guys are seeing on the episode. So you're telling me that Sicko Mode is a better beat than Shook ones? Is that what you're telling me? Are you telling me that? Havoc and Alchemist are not better producers than Travis Scott, who's not even a fucking producer. He's a rapper. Is this what you're telling me? And y'all both from Queens? It was a it was a crazy start of the episode because it was the first question. I was like, I'm, what what is going on here? I'm like, yo, Queens is why is Queens not representing? Because y'all, you guys are telling me that Havoc and Alchemist are not better producers than fucking Travis Scott. It makes no sense to me. But it 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 it. it, it it led to some good conversation because I was like, yo, this makes no sense. My guess is recency bias. Yeah, because <laughs> they were just... like, yo, who got the biggest hits? Who got the biggest hits? I'm like, yo, who gives the fuck about the biggest hits? Like, mm. who has the better beat? The question is better ear for beats. But anyway, it's just weird that, you know, this was we 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 shot this uh last probably last week. So it was interesting that, you know, prodigy is in the air for this week. <laughs> I'm telling you, outside of, uh, you know, we're going to make it, Jadakiss, I think, like, the top five, maybe top ten Alchemist beats are all either Prodigy or Mob Deep beats for me. I would probably agree with you. Yeah. It was just his chemistry, especially with P, where it's just like, I don't know, the beats are, the beats are in the spirit of what Havoc had been doing, and then Alchemist right. is also doing his own thing. Exactly, and taking it exactly. his own places. Exactly, where he's gonna if, take it. And if I if I had to compare it to to any you know uh, trade off, and this is you know Rockefeller and uh, Bink and Just Blaze, which is from Bink's perspective is Bink was the one that you know created the sound, and Just Blaze you know picked up the sauce and was able to kind of expand on it and make it. You know, something that, right. you know, that was his own and, and, and capitalized off of it, which is Alchemist is the bigger name than Havoc at this point. But Alchemist got his sauce from Havoc. At least that's my assumption. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but that's that's the way I see it. Wasn't Alchemist like when he first came to New York at D&D Studios with Primo, like kind of studying under him? I'm not sure. I don't even know. I, I just figured that he was with Mob Deep, so you got to be picking I mean, up sauce from I, I know he was, but I, I also remember, yeah. I think it's in the Prodigy book, he talks about, like, meeting Alchemist for the first time and, like, not being sure if he's, like, a cop, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's crazy, man. I just, I, see, you guys have heard now we did a mainline Travis Scott review with Astroworld. We did the uh, days before rodeo joint on Patreon and I'm not a fan. Okay. I'm just, I'm not. Yeah. I mean, look, um, check out the episode. It'll be out sometime next week. I want to get you guys opinion on it. I mean, you I, I see where you, are, where you guys, moves, I mean, Mel, where do you stand? I mean, who'd you pick out of those? You know, like, I've probably heard more Travis Scott than I, I I haven't heard a Kodak album either. I probably heard a grand total of like maybe three Kodak songs in my life. Okay. Uh maybe four or five. But like 
not enough to to weigh in on on his end. So he's automatically right. disqualified. Next, all right. Next um, season, next season, my uh, my Rabbit Express will be all Kodak. <laughs> we gotta we gotta we gotta got get a Kodak review. Just um, not painting pictures because we're doing that uh, next year. On the oh, you're doing that next year? Okay. Yeah. You got somebody for it? Chris for lunch. All right. Cool. Uh, all right, all right. I still, I still do some Kodak. Cool. All right. I would, I would just say in terms of beats that I would rap on as a rapper, I'm probably going with you know like Prodigy has the ear that better suits me, because like yeah. this is the thing with Travis, like I said, it's hit or miss and mostly misses because a lot of his shit is smoke and mirrors. Like I wouldn't personally rap on those things, you know, yeah. and it, they kind of require you to rap a certain way too, which is a way I rap sometimes I wouldn't want to rap all the time. Whereas, you know, I feel like oddly so, enough, the, the prodigy, like I have more room to sort of take a song in a certain direction with prodigy beats. Like, you know, listen, it just to, to me, I can name 20 mob D beats better than sickle mode. 20. You know what I'm saying? Sick, sickle mode. Isn't even a beat to me. It's, it's a, it's a, it's an, it's a this is what I, this it's is what a, I said on the episode. I said first of all, it's two beats. But then when I look back at it and listen to it, it's actually three beats. It's a beginning beat, and then there's a beat with Travis, and it's a beat with Drake. So I'm so I was, I was asking like, all right, what beat y'all talking about? And they're like, oh, it's the the beat that Drake rapped on. I'm like, even that, it sounds like some fake three six mob three six mafia shit. Like that's not a come on, that's not better than shook ones. Come on, get out of here. You can't be serious with that. Yeah. As we would say, Mob Deep have 137 beats at minimum better than (laughs) damn than (laughs) Travis Scott. Okay, there you go. That's just how many Mob Deep songs are in my Mob Deep playlist on my iTunes. So I'll I'll go with that number for right now. Before before we move on, best feature on Hell on Earth. Good question. Uh, I got an answer. Probably Method Man for me. Yeah, Uh, I was probably going to say my main man. Method Man. My main man, the Method Man. I'm going with Ty Nitty and Gambino. Gambino on Animal Instinct. Yes. And another track as well. Both of them, I, they they they're a pair to me. So both of them get the standout feature for for all of their contributions. Hmm. All right. Okay. But <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, um, he shouted them out. Prodigy shouted them out on this. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. One of them, anyway. Uh. Yeah, I I would just say like about the song, um, like my actual thoughts. It's like by this point in the album, it's almost over, and I realize like once I kind of locked in with the sound of the album, it's it's dark. The word I came up with was oppressive because like it's pretty much nonstop mm. violence. The beats are grim. Mm. Like if you connect mm. with that sound, then I imagine you oppressive. like the album as a whole. If yeah. not, you might feel like you're trapped in hell on earth, you know? But, yeah. um, yeah, it, it, like it's, I eventually locked in with it. 
and you know you get the nuance and the detail you, from the it had to grow because on the you. content is pretty much the same throughout. Yes. You know, and it might sound like the same track, 14 tracks straight, but it's yes. not per se. It's so like it, had, it, had, it did it had, it had to grow on you. Pause. I had to lock in with what it was aiming to do because the first time around I was telling Mools, I was kind of like, man, I like the infamous a lot. And for some reason, this one, it feels like the complete opposite. And it's like, that's mm. weird because I know I like Mob Deep. Mm. I like Prodigy. I like Havoc Beats. What's going on? And then it was like, oh, okay. You know, because the infamous, I think, was a lot lighter. There was more. Yeah, this is uh, like I guess between the Q-tip executive production and exactly. some, some of the jazzier beats on there. Exactly, exactly. Which yeah. is why this is my favorite, because this is that, this is where Prodigy is like right almost at his peak and Havoc is, Havoc is, he's 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 locked in. You know what I'm saying? As a producer, yeah. I mean, yeah. this could be his peak as a yeah. producer. And for yeah. me, it probably is, and it's just because I don't know if I've said this yet, but on the infamous, sometimes you could hear some of those beats and imagine someone not rapping gangsta shit over it, you know? This yeah, album, for sure. the beats fit the lyrics so yeah. much more than the beats fit the lyrics on the last album. And I think, yeah. you know, both of these albums are all timers for me. So I'm not saying that to down either album. It's just yeah. there are you know, those minor differences once you really key in on everything. To me, Infamous has higher highs. Agreed. But but Hell on Earth is a more complete, as far as what I want from Mob Deep, it's a more complete album, as, you know what I'm saying, as far as content and, and as far as uh, beat selection, even though it, it fell the fuck off for me for like four straight songs in the middle. But um, and, you know, the front end and the back end is, is pretty solid. All right. I do want to note uh, also at the end of this beat, because we keep hearing like, you know, in the you listen to the freestyle or when we heard this in the archival audio, we didn't get to the end. But there's like a brief beat switch towards the end. It's not really even a beat switch, like the beat kind of just it's a different somewhere like, else sound for it's a, a second like, yeah, yeah yeah and then it goes back into the still shining beat but i always yeah. love that like havoc is just showing off at this point it, yeah it's he lowers the pitch i think i think that's what it sounds like to me he lowers the pitch of the oh and yeah. you know and then it goes back up i love that little detail and yeah i mean p's second verse on here for me is close to perfect verse alert but there's okay. so many of those across this album, you know? Let's can we can we get to that? All right. <laughs> I just need to shout out a couple of a couple of bars from Prodigy on this shit. All right, first of all, again, Prodigy, the king of intros. The king. Just think, yes, those those set it off the, bars, the, you know. The introductory bars. So all my niggas uncivilized and civilized. We cook the shake, move the wig across the tri-state. Them jug niggas bring the shook up out the crook type. Special deliver, sending shots through your act figure. And then he goes and he goes in. And then the truth gets revealed like we double you far. If y'all don't, you know, Nation of Islam talk. Um the ending of this first verse. We rob land like white man, playing a what did he say? What did he say? We rob land spot like white we man. We rob land like white man. Plans to, plans to overthrow your whole shit, shit while shaking, shaking your hand. 
What? <laughs> oh, all right, so we go to we go to his we go to his second verse. Put holes through your shirt like Jamaican clothes. Um. All right, so Moose, shout out to Animal Instinct. He ends his second verse with "Hesitate or regulate." It's on you. It's on you. Yeah. Which is a shout out to me, at least, um, to the to 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 Animal Instinct. With Ty Nitty, um, ends his verse with uh, "We don't hesitate, we regulate and evaluate, cut the cake." Um, it's a shout out to that. Um, which is one of my favorite joints. So I love That's a how good he shout. I never caught that. Yeah, I love how he ends that. Um, you know, but yeah, he's he he's going off on this shit, and I think if he didn't put that third verse on there, Havoc would have been toe to toe with him on this song, but he. He threw that third verse in, and you know what I'm saying he's 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 going yeah. off. And we get we get uh, you know Triple H in there, mild Triple H, of course, H, of course, of but course. Triple H nonetheless, <laughs> which is why yeah. I'm uh, waffling a little bit on Perfect Verse Alert. But I just love P's energy on the second verse that he has so much. How he comes in, still shining, still climbing. You know what I'm saying? It just goes in. I love it. I and have is dope. His. Like the, the, I, I totally agree with you. His verse is as good as the first P verse. Yeah, yeah, but that second one comes to and just kills it. Uh, I would say this ice pick has been putting in work on this whole album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, if he was in, if they make a new like wrestling game with rappers in it like you know Def Jam Vendetta Fight for NY give him ice pick as a weapon because this thing the body count on ice picks throughout this album is insane um okay hold on wait one more one more one more visual I'm headstrong at peace with myself like Islam I self lord and master you stupid a hundred niggas form around me like force field, put out a used gun like shit. Like, bro, yeah. P, what you want, bro? You want some Star Wars shit? You <laughs> know, uh, good violence, as we say on your mm-hmm. show. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's 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 a it's a joint. It's a joint. It starts with the beat, but but the verses are what they need to be. Moves so. Moves. Yes, I yeah. think the first verse might be better than the second verse. I, like if I'm, I'm looking at it now, he like the metaphors in it. He's mixing cold rhymes with beats, just like baking soda. Albums is G pack, selling crows falling waters. My mom picks is like dime bricks. Satisfaction. You know what I'm saying? Like he. It's one of metaphor- those situations where it for me it's like it's better on paper, but when I hear it, mm, I feel the second verse more. Yeah, maybe you're right. You're right. And you're I right, can't. You're right. I can't you're right, deny. You're right, you're that's right, this right. weird thing about you're rap right. that like. When you're, you're right. looking at verses versus hearing them, because yeah, I don't right. know, there's something like mercenary right. like about the verse in the first. It's like almost like A Z. It's like sometimes A Z raps so well, I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like you know, <laughs> like you're you're not coming you're you're coming hard with the rhymes, but like the energy is just a little eh. Yeah, you know? Max, and Max. I'm not saying his energy is eh. I mean, we were just saying P is one of the great set it off type of rappers with coming on yeah. a track to begin with. But yeah. man, I don't know. It's just, again, like I don't sometimes think about lyrics. I think about the, like no, you're how right. the performance right. was against the beat sometimes, yeah, you know, right. you, cause I was, and I, I am was, yeah. a production first guy always. I'll never shy away from that. Like 
I like songs more if I like the beats more, you know? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, um, yeah, because, again, without reading it, when I listened to it, Prodigy came hard on the first on the first verse. Havoc represented. He, I was like, okay, all right, Havoc. And then he just kills it on the third verse. <laughs> he just kills it. So, yeah, you're right. And that's why I, I, it's like, is it perfect verse alert or perfect performance alert? I'm going to call this a perfect verse alert. Why not? Okay. I mean, why the I think if, if a verse becomes like, if it's a perfect performance, there's a good chance it could be a perfect verse. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, a, you got, you got calls back to the chorus. You know what I'm saying? You got calls back to, to, to animal to, instinct. To animal instinct, you know what I'm saying? You got you got practical shit. Fuck the myths, but science and numbers is how we live. If we ain't getting mathematics, something gotta give. You know what I'm saying? But then you got the gangster shit. Resort to Plan B. Start to stick in strong rivalry and ice picking. You know exactly like what Mel was talking about. Um, you got some homophobia. You got some Triple H in there, like right, which you know listen, we don't approve of it. But at the end of the day. You know, as a vivid author, crime right. authors at that, you know, like we hear, you know, in The Departed, Jack Nicholson uses the N word. And, yeah. you know, it's to portray that this is a this is a vile individual. You know, this yeah. is a underworld crime boss. He doesn't use good language. He doesn't think about people's feelings. So, look, fuck it. it with, with artistic license, I'll say that word is used in the world and it's to portray you know, this isn't a song and an album where, you know, it's all a bed of roses. It's the bleak life. It's hell on earth. And this, the energy is appropriate for the film. It's another classic intro. Hey, yo, your timing. Was way the fuck off. What is you trying? Your bleep, bleep bash and get clapped for even trying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you. <clears throat> you try to confront me, but only face iron. <laughs> Well, holes through your shirt like Jamaican clothes. I love that part. <laughs> the, the 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 that's a bar. I just want to say because I didn't say that. it is a bar. That's a bar. Oh yeah, it's a bar, man. Okay, yeah, that was a bad accent, but you know, whatever. We're still shining. So what? Games, rap rankings. What's better than this? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, hey, I think we did what we came to do. Uh, we did what we came to do, but, you know, Kenny, the floor is yours. Any other plugs you got, if you want to remind people where they could find you and uh, anything else you got to say to the world, now's the time. All I got to say is... Um, <clears throat> Go to so what game. Well, two things. Go to so what games.com. Um, use code RAB um, for free shipping. And uh look for uh So What's a Scenario on YouTube for now. Um, we're gonna figure out how we can uh monetize this shit. But for now, YouTube, so what's a scenario, check out the episodes. Um and check out Rab every week, man. Um, they putting out some dope shit. At least dope enough for me to listen to 
consistently. And nobody else is doing that. I'm going to keep it 100. There's nobody else for me that's doing that. So shout out to you guys. Thank you for riding with us. It's a long ride. (laughs) It's not everybody's cup of tea. But we appreciate each and every one of you guys for uh, believing in us and saying, fuck it, I'll listen to almost 1,400 hours worth of rap talk. That sounds like it's up my alley. Oh, wow, they're not even halfway through their their plans? Okay, Uh, maybe they're in this for the long haul. (laughs) Yeah, man, definitely. Kenny, thank you again. We will see you again in the future. But for now, folks, we got to finish this review. We only got one more track, so. Uh, Moose, is, hey, yeah. is this making your silver record club? Already, yeah. Yeah, for okay. sure. I mean, All right. it's cool. making my golden record club at this point. There's only Ooh, one track. Nice, left. nice. It's a matter now of... Do I like this more than the infamous or not? And we're going to find out on the next track. Okay. Um, Last track on this is better than the last track on infamous. P goes off. But anyway, uh, Mel, how about you? Is it making any record clubs? No, it's not making any record clubs. (laughs) 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 Look, let's, let's just take... Uh, let's just take some time to appreciate the fact that it's not a Mel burial. Okay, good. We got a, we got a, we got a seven, right? We got a seven on this. I'm cool with a seven. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm going to just say as far as record club goes, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) I'm going to let my man designer take it away. Maybe, uh, you call me, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'll see y'all for uh, the final track. Kenny, thanks for stopping by. That's the sponsor. Go buy So What's the Scenario, the hip hop debate game. Uh-huh. Go to the website, use affiliate code RAB. That's rad. Big yes, rad. Sir. You know what it is. Yes, I sir. got one last thing to say before we go on to the next song. When Jason went to hell, I'm not sure this oh is God, what he God. had in All mind. Right. All right. Okay. <laughs> see y'all for the next track, folks. <laughs> Well, that was an odyssey. <laughs> we, we went a lot of places. We are back. Uh, wow. All right. Yeah, this is definitely officially a two-parter. Yeah, yeah. We predicted this. We predicted this. But uh, shout out to the sponsor, okay? Shout out he to up. He showed out. He showed out. sponsor appearance. Okay. And uh, all I got to say is it was uh, it was a fucking bottle popping good time. (laughs) Nice. We found folks. We found out after the record that uh, or after the recording, rather. Uh, you know, Kenny was sitting on a little of that, a little of that Patron, you know what I'm saying? A little of that Patron, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Moose speculates it was his thumb going in and out of the, <laughs> the, the bottle. <laughs> Mel thinks it was the cork. Kenny, feel free to clarify clarification yeah. style. Yeah, call in. Clarif- wait, clarif- clarification style, okay? But, uh, 
Hey, you know that's what that's, was that's, the, that's uh, real. That insinuating what was the uh, boop. You know, like what what was that? Was that thumb style or cork style? That's what we want to know. Oh, it wasn't me. Like, what do you mean, Drake? We didn't, we didn't speculate you. Well, you know, like the cork and you know the outro is so far gone. It's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, um, <laughs> you know, I forgot all about him. I was just thinking about his alcoholism. Oh, oh man, you know what, man, folks, you're not getting a for all the dogs review anytime soon. You're not. You're just not. But Mules and Mel would have. Can had you look the best up one. care package on? Uh, I think we've done this before, but can you look up care package on the schedule? And tell me when that is, because that'll probably be where I slot for all the dogs, and I'll move care packages to like a year later. Wow. Okay. Well, let's see. <sighs> Schedule care package. <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't matter if you swap it. It's season thirty-seven. <laughs> season thirty. My lucky number. Yeah, it was uh, the finale of season 37. Oh, this won't be the finale. Uh, we'll have to make I'll, some. I'll probably be 37 by then. Who knows? Um, yeah, anyway. <sighs> Claudine Pauline. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... Claudine Pauline Sardine. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh my god. Marjorie. <laughs> the most menacing like read of names ever. Like, listen, it's not good. It is amusing, but it doesn't save the song. Free rating for y'all. It might change by the but six plus. Cole was the best part of the song, and my uh, main man, who like may not one. be my main man anymore. I don't know. He let me down. Okay. I like first person shoot I give it a seven minus, like Mel's take on most of this album. <laughs> Well, I give it a six plus, and you know it hurt me to do because I've been Aubrey's angel, OVO soldier, and a coal miner, and a coal miner. I'll Cole did what mines. he had to do. I'll catch you in the mines next week, bro. I'll see you there too. Make sure you got your hat and you know your gloves. We're gonna get Folks, some diseases that won't manifest for another stay, like 20, 30 years. Stay tuned next week. I got a special intro plan. Moles and Mel. We've got our hard hats and our picks. Okay. You know what? The stand that's still in me, buried, that that's holding on for dear life. I'm going to say that the boy did this on purpose to give Cole some get back for, uh, you know, he watched him on Jodeci Freestyle. Oh, for so, sure. Yo, it's, it's your turn. You know, like, I'm going to let you get your shit off. And, you know. Yo, I'm going to take the pin on this one, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yo, bro, right, I said I owe you one. You know, this is me. This is my receipt. Good guy, Drizzy. You know, laying down, standing no out the lights, letting Cole get the he, pin. He's, he can't. He can't not get the pin at this point. Drake's not capable of out rapping J Cole. As sad as that sounds, in 2023, <laughs> it's like, yo, I'm gonna let you get a verse, you know. But like, don't don't try to don't try to roll me up, brother. <laughs> Who is that on the timeline that said? I think Cam said Drake's Hogan. You know, he's become Hogan for sure. If Jay-Z um, is Triple H, Drake is definitely fucking Hogan. But Drake might be Ric Flair, man, with this with his fucking oh, yeah, yeah. cup he can't put down. He he's living the gimmick and he's lost his he's lost his way. I lost my way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man.
All right. Uh, you want you want to wrap this up? Yeah, it's the moment of truth. Do I like this album more than the infamous or not? Let's find out. Track 14, Apostles Warning. Fuck him, Apostles. Flat six. Oh, my goodness. Hip hop has been wronged, but a decision has been made. Flat seven. I'm sorry, seven plus. Forgive me. Okay. Seven plus. Ding me, baby. Um, I feel bro. like Mool's at the end of the infamous. All right, you know oh, when you okay. just didn't put that over, I, and I'm like, come on. Like, I don't okay. feel like me at the end of the infamous. Number one, because I put this over. Number two, because like I like still shining, but it's not shook ones part two. It's like not as hard an act to follow to close out the album as you know parties over had going after shook ones part two. So I don't like this better than still shining. However. This prodigy verse is like one of his best verses on the album. You don't like it? Man, this beat with this I know you game. would I I knew you weren't gonna like the beat because the beat is the first time since drop a gem gem on him that I'm like, this is a little Wu Tang-ish, like a little Rizza esque production wise, you know? It's that noise, man. That damn it turns me into Dan. No, no. No, the noise makes me twitch. Like the I don't was like a horn stab. Like I, I, I went uh, uh, every every time. I hate that noise. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I don't. I don't hate this beat at all. I like this beat. God, this noise. Get the noise out of there. I might be fine. I've had. I I understand though because I've had moments where it's like we got to get this noise out of here. I know the, the last get the time noise. I felt like this was the Federation album. Yeah, I and remember it was that, that noise in there. Saying, but I I. I don't remember holding that against that record either, if I recall. And yet there have been times where I've had issues with certain noises and you've been like, I don't, I'm not, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you don't like P's verse. I guess you do. No, you the raps like are the fine. The raps are fine. I just like, honestly, Havoc's verse noise. is such an afterthought on this song. It's just like, it's there, you know? One of the less memorable Havoc verses on the album, but one of the more memorable Prodigy verses. Come on, Mel. Well, I will say this. This is what I was alluding to earlier. The other moment of hope in the album when he was like, great escapes, expand, shift team downstate, dreams of growing old with my son to live great. Well, man, I'm planning to enhance your mind state. The rebirth, a nigga who lived an ill life. The one before me was the one even more trife. My understanding, I'll raise you with precise planning and put you on to the whole game of this planet. But I got to survive in order to fall through. Plans to live lotto, me and my little Kiko. Any man try to stop us, he get wet though. We back to the violence. (laughs) But that little moment, it's like the hope is in the future. It's in his, his son. It's in, you know, so that's fitting for the final track. But look, the raps aren't the problem. It's the beat. That is was oh, tiny noise like a locust. No, no, the, the locust is that noise. We're going to play the beat. Hey, Y'all going to hear the noise. You're going to play the beat. Uh, do we have the sample in there? It's Michael Jackson, People Make the World Go Round. We do. Uh, let's check it out. Here we go. So the people. Yeah. But he makes it sound like, you know, a choir. Of, bah, bah, bah. 
So yeah. let's hear that apostle's warning. Oh, listen up. You can't miss it, folks. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Here we go. Lord, I don't know what we got to do, son. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. Make that millions, fam. Doubt. It's only there for the taking, son. Matter of fact, let me get some of that beer, son. Shit. Yeah. 41st side convention, oh. Queens connection. The bridge we Bad noise. Any party that we step and get the handy up. The SOP immediately. Extra bang, bobbing out, sun is seven, and we stash cream. Missions, fill my dream, I swing bleed. Spread love throughout the whole like team. Dominate the game with several combinations. No conversation, like bring on your good competition. You hesitating, ass betting. This bad bap. Yeah, okay. that's that RZA, that's that RZA-esque, that's that Wu-Tang, you're having flashbacks. That's that Tourette's is what it is. Ain't okay. no Tourette's, okay? Man, get, get, can't be doing this on the beat, all right? But there have been other instances of that uh, Michael Jackson record being sampled, we have two of them here, we have a little more archival to take us out. It's that damn Bray Wyatt, that, that, that's what that is. Now, had he replaced it with that, uh, I might have popped, you know? He couldn't but, have. It didn't exist yet. So I know. But he look, we got, got Bray existed. He could have got a little Bray in there. He <laughs> couldn't have got him in there. All right. Look, we got Naughty by Nature. World Go Round also samples this Michael Jackson. People make the world go round. All right. Naughty by Nature. <clears throat> Here we go. Check it out. I heard this track here right and I kind of felt a little something. You know, it took my mind someplace it ain't been. Search deep up into another world. I'm trying to figure out what made this one go round. It's on the real. People are stressed. Oh, how, oh, how come? Every time we have problems, they mix us. Sending people to other planets when they still ain't fixed this one. Victims from a distance. Predictions of affliction. Some factions cause friction. So fractions need fixing. And make your music, man, to make it work. Some stick, you're shaking, bruising, damn, just to break a person's work. Misguided and gutted, locked in a block, cause the cops can be trusted. Busted, frustrated, frustrated, frustrations, and no more patience. It's lots of cold and vacant, check how we lay it. Why when we speak, they try to stifle our breath. Cock a rifle to chest, then you have the party of your life at your death. Oh, I wanna know, I wanna know. Oh, why, oh, why is it always the good that I have to go when they tell us that? That's a good flip. I like yeah. that. We got one more. It's Styles P, The Struggle. The Struggle. I know all about it. When the game sells them, my man's in the cell and it's too close to hell and the pain's overwhelming. Only thing he left was his name for his children. Shit hurt me bad since the shame almost killed him. Though you ain't to blame, know the game get us drilled in. Used to have names and got brains at the Hilton. Even had the range and the chain, then he chilled in. Now he just survived off the beast that was built in. I stay strong for him later on the side for him. Cause he a hard nigga, but shit hard for him. I pray to God for him. And me too, a lot of niggas see through I ain't trying to hear shit, but I need to I'm thugged out, but I motherfucking read too I'm conscious, but I like to blow weed too So I'm complex, I'm on the armrest Life ain't right yet I stay strong from a fitted to my night checks Nigga 
We do have three other pieces of archival audio here tonight. Okay. The first of which is the uh, hidden track from the limited edition first pressing of the album. This was from the enhanced CD when you put it uh-huh. in your computer. It was also on the pre-Hell EP. This is in the long run featuring Ty Nitty and Money Mo, And we'll play two more from the pre-Hell EP after that. In the long run, we could be your son, it's on, son. In the long run, we can be on sun. It's on sun, extra cash just for more guns. Cause in the long run, we can be on sun. It's on sun, extra cash just for more guns. Yo, Ty Nitty, Air Force Ones, call up my duns. Got more niggas like C on sesame buns. Caught a body on the run. You don't want none. Lump sum, extort niggas for they lump sum, no doubt. Proceed where that weed indeed. Havoc, lace and track, razor sharp, you bleed. My whole mission, like a platoon, take position. Ain't going in if my Click can't get in, that's where the minds have you stressed like jail time. Get that loot up, no doubt. I bail mines, easy access. Shorty straight up, hit the mattress. Have you role playing it just like an actress? My tactics, leave a nigga stuck, doing backflips. I black out, take it to the gas, fuck this rap Let shit. Let shine, rape my rhymes like a dime. Like Swollen bullet womb, head ass. Yo, niggas. who's the one to be? Made it to a sample. Nigga, you pop shit with the wrong guys this time. What? My mom would get on top of you, top of you, like a full guy, you fell down clown, first some four pound sound, my 86 stab now, 10 years later still hold the firm ground, nigga So we got two more unreleased records from the Hell on Earth sessions that were on the pre-Hell EP, this next one is Reach. Alright, <clears throat> check it out. Yo, however do you want, however do you need pee My mom bring it back to life, back to reality You walk a fine line playing with mine The greatest story ever told in rhyme We climax in 95 With Emerald Raps, it's not to skin all y'all cats alive Take your time, don't rush the clock Infamous rock for good years past like my thumbs on lock Holding the cot down slow but assuredly, spoon feeding these starving ass heads catch the shakes fiendishly. I'll fall in this word extraordinary, probably recording this. Of course, kid, keeping their sights upon this exclusiveness. Like the new type of kicks, they got them things, Vic. Walk past the wrong man in my clique. You get charged with intent to kick that boost. Welcome to the legend, this host. That's how it's going down, so what's the drill now? Do it. We'll reach out and touch anyone trying to act brand new. Don't even go that route, throw on your running shoes and make moves. Yeah. For my Cuba C Duns, it's all real. We hold it down, you but sure as we but sours and stay on the firm ground. Pass the touchy while I'm Okay, alright. We got one more here. This is everyday gunplay. What happened to Gunplay recently? I saw you uh, were talking to Daniel about it. 
Yeah, he. Um, <clears throat> it's a long story because yeah, he okay. uh, has been abusing his wife. And Not good. Stuff Domestically like that. lost. Uh, he's lost the rights to see his kids uh, for the time being. And when he was losing his mind at a club because the DJ was playing 50 Cent and the DJ is supposed to know that gunplay of fucking Maybach music is there and that you're not supposed to play 50 Cent in his presence, he had a full-on temper tantrum, started throwing shit, you know, trying to wreck the equipment of the DJ. And, you know, he's uh, he's a loose cannon, that gunplay. And, you know, anyone who's that gotten to over 50 Cent is probably a bad person. And once again, we see, you know, the people who are the most vigilant against 50 cent. I mean, we see game. Okay. All impregnating. Right. This, this wasn't supposed uh, to be 14 year old girl <laughs> and getting hit with a $7 million uh, judgment against him as a result. So he can't retire from rapping. We see fucking the fire fest man, Ja rule. We see, you know, the actions of those. Now those who have become cool with 50, after their beefs, whether it's, you know, Fat Joe, Nas, Jadakus, you notice those are good guys who are doing good things with their lives. And the bad guys never really, you know, uh, buried the hatchet with them. What's Kanye doing these days? Anyway, you want to rank this thing? <laughs> uh... Didn't we have one one more everyday gunplay? We got to play. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, you just got me off thinking about that guy, you know? All right, yeah. Horrible right. guy. Listen, don't let gunplay babysit your kids, folks. He's probably going to be looking for work soon. Don't let him babysit Christ. your kids. All right. Apparently, he does that crocane in front of children. Here's everyday gunplay. Time to bounce out of North Click and come home to the same old bullshit. Cause the emergency room, then I assume. But there for the worst look to see your full moon. Hello, did you receive a young black male? I waited, she said, no doubt he won't make it. I pause, try to face it. A tear jerk to end the buck. 95 North, 200 miles from the door. First reaction, called up, son, what happened? I was in my bed when I heard niggas clapping. He got the window, so a black coupe broke off. It was the Lex. At the time, I wasn't sure. Police lights, yellow tapes, ambulances. Homicide D state, my distance took no chance until I saw his moms with bad blood in the arms. Try to stay calm, look down, it was the dawn. Shook my head, my motherfucking main man's dead. That was my heart, my motherfucking man too. But and yo, I say, Hans, you know the deal, just chill. When you get my page, meet me on the hill, one hour. <sighs> Friends, the best one. Shit. Uh, it's, it's the bleakest one. <laughs> All right, we should have been on the album. Uh, yeah, qualified. Uh, I would have put it on instead of Bloodsport or can't get enough of it. Well, uh, but hey, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take any song off this album. Technically, you want to rank this thing? You know. 
I do. I do. But I have one final note because I think this is an example of letting a line play out. Let the story play out. Normally a rapper would say something like, you know, like sunlight through a magnifying glass. I'll focus and burn a hole straight through your brain and leave you open. I'm like, okay, that's a little head ass. But then it's like, and let the venom soak in. You start sweating and going through convulsions from dope shit. I read. The imagery got thrown in yeah. that was actually kind of like ill. Cause it's like, yeah, you know, I'll hole in your brain. I'm like, okay, right. Your brain insane, all that. But like the venom pouring into an open hole and like the person convulsing, that's like, that's kind of hardcore, you know? So that's fucking money is what that is. Okay. I like that. I like that. So anyway, yeah, let's rank this thing. Uh, Mool's with the perfect takeaway. It's not every day, folks. It's not every day. I mean, it's happened maybe like three or four times so far, Max. I think it was Dwight Spitz, Common Resurrection, 50 Cent Get Richard I Trying, maybe the Clips mixtape. Maybe. Uh, we Got It For Cheap Volume 2. Uh, I'm, I'm not a no-skip type of dude. Like, I'll skip something, you know? 14 out of 14, 100% takeaway. 104 out of an available 140 points for a 74% average rating, giving me a personal weighted rating of 87%. It's one of the like top five or six highest rated projects I've ever rated on the show. Well, uh, I just realized I actually had to fix my rating. And yes, I had I, it at. I do officially prefer it to the infamous. Well, Moles has made his choice. Uh, the infamous greater than hell on now, earth. Now, if party hell on earth greater than the infamous. If party's over, gets over one day, that might change as well, you know? Uh, but for now, that is true. I'm in hell. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I actually just had to fix my rating because I had it at, when I first made the, the score sheet, I had it at 15 until I did the research and found out that was a CD in the computer bonus. Yeah. So I had my shit out of 15. Yeah, 9 out of 14 for a 64% takeaway, uh, 93 out of 140 for me for a 66% average, giving me a 65% weighted. So you're 65, my 87. Did Moles get this thing into the record club? It's in the record club. 76% weighted, folks. Mules, you, you, you got to thank Mules, Hell on Earth lovers. He got it in there, okay? I mean, you didn't hate it. I don't think he I was in burial, but it's but... it's not record club for you. Right. The infamous was. Uh, it was record, record club, club for both of us, I believe. So Yeah. Yeah. This one at a 76%. Oh, wait. It wasn't for me. It was off by half a point. Oh, I saved that one but as that well. That could then. change because like, I went back and was listening, and I'm like, yo, this, this is iller than I thought. <laughs> you know, so. so coming in right below Marsburg, our season premiere this season, and right above Scarface, The Fix, as the new number 39 album on the board is Mob Deep, Hell on Earth, knocking Jay-Z the Dynasty out of the top 50, Big Clit, Clitorious B.I.G., is the new number 50 on the board. Um, Cool G rap and DJ Polo or DJ Polo, as he likes to say, road to the riches out of the top 100. Denzel Curry zoo is now the new number 
100 album on the board. And uh, what was our Rab Express this week, Mel? JID. JID, okay. Um, so as a result of... What it, what was his weighted, again, for both of us? Uh, you got a... Um, goddamn... Uh... <laughs> Let me see. Is uh okay. The tra- forty-eight percent. Forty-eight. Yeah. The training day soundtrack is now no longer number two hundred on the board, like it's been for the last couple hours. Now, beautiful Thugger Girls by Young Thug is the new number two hundred album on the board. <laughs> Do so, I yeah. have that uh... Mob Deep? Both Hell on Earth and the Infamous in the top fifty. Prodigy returning the Mac in the top. 10 still or no in the top 20 uh as well as the infamous also in the top 20 and hell on earth in the top 50 oh, i have to hit the deal where i'm to see if he has this because this this is on a hard drive i think somewhere this is album uh, number 46 to enter the record club and uh there's still only eight mixtapes in the mixtape record club so you know, just a little over 50 record club projects for Moles and Mel, but yet to even hit 50 on the album board here. Will J. Cole be the next to enter the record club? He's been <laughs> denied time and time again. You know, last hey. time we reviewed him, Friday Night Lights on Patreon, he came close, 72.25 on that one. 20 tracks. Sixty-six percent for me, or no, my sixty sixty point five percent for me, eighty-four percent for Mel. I am the coal miner, um. So you know I'm gonna show up. Which mules are gonna? Are we gonna get murderous mules from the Friday Night Lights review, or are we going to get uh, mules? You know, staying in the coal mines with me, right? Is it going to be is it going to be a situation where I show up in the coal mine like the miner from my bloody Valentine or will I be there coal mining uh, in good faith? (laughs) We'll find out. But uh, because you reminded me of this uh, when you were talking about the training day soundtrack. Listen, congratulations to Mob Deep getting another one in the top 50. But hey, in that top 50, all I can say is this. Listen, you're in a privileged position to learn a thing or two. Keep your mouth shut and your eyes open. Oh, wait, it finished. Wait, it, it actually, it used to go, you know, keep to, your mouth it, shut and your eyes open. <laughs> it yeah. was eyes open. It finished. It finished. It's wow. been un, unfucked. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I miss eyes open. All right. All right. Well, well, keep your eyes open because next week we got J. Cole. So. Right. And make sure you bring your hard hats. That's right. See you then.